I feel like this is a special edition of Bread Club. We're a week later than usual. We've got so much new plans to catch up on. I feel like I haven't seen you for ages, Matt. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, my friend. It's been three weeks. We usually record every two weeks. Uh, I was away last week. Um, so yeah, we're, we're a week behind. We're playing a week's catch up, which means we've got an extra week of New Japan to discuss. Oh, there's a there's a there's a lot to discuss, Kieran. A lot to discuss. There is perhaps too much to discuss. Some might say maybe we'll just leave out Royal Quest and my adventures of Royal Quest just just to say just to save time. I love bread. <laughs> Where was that from? That is Kojima on Ring of Honor. Was it? I've not seen that. I know he came out. That was the 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 pretense to the match, wasn't it? That someone yes. was shit talking bread. Yes, it was. And I was like, oh, I need to pull this for, for Bread Club immediately. That's not, that's the new intro. Every every other week, Bread Club is sorted for life. Oh, so, Kieran, it's been a couple weeks. There's a lot that we have um, we've not gotten the, the chance to talk about. And I feel like you're just going to take out your giant English uh, New Japan penis and just... Tell me you had all these crazy people on Twitter. <laughs> you put out that we were recording and people were like, oh, did is he going to talk about how Will Ospreay tried to take Hazel from him? I saw you posted a photo yesterday that you took a, a couple of the, the boys sightseeing. So uh, I have nothing of importance to add to anything in the last three weeks. Um, I got this cool. I have a towel. I saw. What's the towel? What is it? It's just a, it's just, a, just just like just New Japan, just repping the line, Mark. Yeah, my guy, uh, my guy, Bullet Club Rob gave it to me at uh, at um, Arthur Ashe. So I said, "Oh, I'm gonna rock this for Bread Club." That's pretty fucking cool. I love them tails. I've got like <laughs> whenever I go to a event that they have them, I get them in Japan. They have like event ones, Wrestle Kingdom and stuff like that. Um, what's is this? Is this what I think it is, Matt? Is this is this really happening? You know what, Kerr? It is 100% happening. You have adventures to talk about. And I... Oh, God. <laughs> as, as Matt chokes to death live on air. I have to give the people what they want. And because the man, the myth, and the legend, for some ungodly reason, followed the Shining Wizards on Twitter the other day, I feel like it's only necessary that I eat bread today on the bread club. And this, the people are going to go wild for this. <laughs> you finally got that Kojima rub. It's long overdue. I should quickly say, if you can hear a bit of coughing in the background, that's my wonderful fiance. Uh, she's feeling a bit sick. Uh, a couple of hours before recording, we had paramedics come around in an ambulance. So I'm staying in the same room as her, being extra careful. Apologies if you can hear her in the background. But, you know, so some things take priority over resting. And one of them is uh, my wonderful fiance. One of the other things that takes priority over resting is the eating of bread and the smacking of lips during the bread club show. Oh my god! I got bread <laughs> specifically for this. Look, if you're gonna fucking talk about your crazy adventures where you're rubbing elbows with the greatest wrestlers in the world, the only thing I could do is eat bread to try and put myself over here, Kieran. Okay, I, I don't want this to become me bragging, humble bragging, not so humbly bragging. Interrupt me, please. You sh hold on. We've had this conversation before. 
you are one of the bright lights in the um the IWC, right? If that's a real thing, the internet wrestling community. You're positive. You're a good dude. You deserve all this. So please, by all means, use this platform on Fightful Overbooked, the Bread Club, to tell us about your wonderful adventures where you're rubbing elbows and you know, having these uh, these sweet moments with these wonderful wrestlers that won't even give me the fucking time of day. <laughs> um, well, I, Friday night, I went for a meal with someone from New Japan who will rename, re, remain anonymous because I know they wouldn't want their name out there. Went out for a meal up Stratford, shooting the shit, was really nice, was really cool. Oh, I should say, actually, I met this person at the hotel. They uh, said Yujiro, to me... Yujiro Takahashi. Exactly, Yujiro Takashi wasn't even on the card. He just came over because he wanted to have a meal with me. He heard. Um, he heard about. He, and did he bring? Did he bring the lady? Uh you know, don't kiss and tell, Matt, as they say. No, I should say first. This person said to, to meet them at the hotel, so I went to the hotel, and I happened to arrive at the hotel literally the same time as all the wrestlers have gotten off the bus from the airport to the hotel. Did they recognize you? It's pissing it down with rain. And Naito's about to enter at the same time as me. And I was like, I'll let Naito go in first. Thank God. I didn't want to be the fan that had like figured out where the hotel was and was lingering around or anything like that. I wasn't wearing anything wrestling related. Like I walked in, I walked straight to the bar and I kept my head down on my phone. I didn't want people to think I was like wrestlers to think I was this fan who had found the hotel. Is Even... Naito's hair as glorious in person? As oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has it like, I feel like that's 24 seven. He wasn't wearing a hat or anything like that. I um, wish my wife would let me wear my hair like that. <laughs> yeah, that that's the problem. The wife. <laughs> well, I gotta grow it, and I gotta. I feel like there's a lot of straightening. Oh, endless. I hope you fuckers enjoy me fucking chomping on this bread. This <laughs> um. So yeah, I like they were all taking over this really tiny lobby because obviously there's loads of them. I've kind of like squeezed my way through. Uh, I saw Hanare, who I speak to quite often, so I quickly said hello to him and then disappeared. Uh. And then end up having a little chat with Hanare. Uh, El Fantasmo came down and he was heading out and he said hello because he recognized me. Clark Connors came down. He said hello. He recognized me. Um, I had a chat with like Hanare for five minutes or something. Uh, he like introduced me to Shota and Renarita. Uh, and then um, they all went out. And then the did, person... Did I, you I, tell Renarita how much you hate him? No. <laughs> of course not. I, <laughs> uh, there's something I can tell you off air. Um <laughs> Yes, about uh, the the son of strong style. Um, but yeah, then the person I was meeting, they were finally ready to go. We went and had a meal, shot the ship. Uh, what Saturday. Did, uh, what did this person have for dinner? They had ribs, I think. Oh, we went to T. We went to TGI Fridays. Oh, you got um, Fridays in England? Yeah, it's pretty shit. Um, to be honest, it's expensive for what it is. It's not worth the money. Oh. Um, but Nando's was closed. That's why we went to TGI's. Fucking Nando's. Yeah. Uh, then Saturday rolls around. We go to the meet and greet. Me and Hazel. Uh, did you I tell think... Eddie Kingston I said he eats cheeseburgers? I did not. I told Eddie Kingston about the Noob Japan podcast. Oh, he, nice. He loved the name. He lost his shit at the name. He was like, that's fantastic. He, he like heard me and he thought I said New Japan. He was like, oh, wait, Noob Japan? And then he was like cracking up. Um, he was such a good dude with everyone. Like just a total sweetheart. Uh, got my picture with Sonata as well when I was out the door. Um, I saw that. I saw you on Sonata's live uh, Instagram too. Right? <laughs> I saw him taking a video and I was like, this motherfucker's on Instagram all the time. I know exactly what this motherfucker's doing. So I like cheekily poked my head up. Um, and then, yeah, go to the show. Uh, amazing seats. Uh, have you watched the show, Matt? 
No, I'm not gonna, I did not get to watch Royal Crest tweet, 3. Excuse me. I did watch Destruction and Ray Goku, which was... Oh, about. man. And I did, stay, I did keep my word, Kieran. I know what happened in the main event. I didn't see a fucking second of it, though. Oh, well, it sounds like you've done... Like, I, I am very surprised you've done that. And B, you've saved yourself in the best possible way, it sounds. I told you I wasn't watching Sonata Evil. I, I did not get to see Royal Crest 3 yet. And you did offer me your login information. It was just a busy week on the pizza truck. Because you, all it does here in the Northeast now is rain on Saturday, uh, which means people cancel. And then the people that cancel, I have to make up the party Sunday. And the people that don't cancel, I have to work in the rain. So it was a nice, soggy, gross weekend. Sounds like a... So whilst you were standing in the sun... Uh, in the rain, sorry... Dishing out pizzas. I was at front row at Royal Quest. Um, had the best possible seats uh, you could ask for. Um, I saw the picture. I saw your picture. A lot of leg yeah. room. Oh, dude. I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> I could have laid down and had a nap on the floor if I wanted to, man. The leg room was ridiculous in the front row. Right. Um, but yeah, then the, the, to, to run through the card, of course, Matt's not seen it. I'm assuming you know results at least, Matt. I do, yes. I know uh, I know uh, Taji Shimori. He uh, had his first match back against... Mr. Robbie X. Robbie X was on the Wizards podcast as well. Go check that out. Um, a few months back, uh, El Desperado defeats Trent Seven. It was a bit of a fun match. I know Trent Seven has his uh, people aren't so keen on him. I think he's a good laugh. I think he's pretty fun and entertaining. Right. Um, Suji defeats Luke Jacobs. Kind of got in and out. It's nine minutes. The New Japan website says it wasn't anything special. None of these first three matches were were right. Um. I think it kind of kicked up a notch here. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, Driller and Clark Connors defeating Leon Slater and Cameron Kai. Um, look, this Cameron Kai kid, he's like 18, barely just turned 18. He's been wrestling for like a little over a year. Uh, I get to see him at Rev Pro. He's an un- unbelievable talent for his age. So for him to get this platform is really cool. And Leon Slater's the same story, just perhaps a bit more known on the UK scene. Um, but this was a lot of fun. Uh, then I feel like it really kicks up a gear when you get the core war dogs out. Like, it just the, the atmosphere changes, the vibe changes. Fucking David Finney, Alex Coughlin, Gabe Kid, march out to the ring. Uh, Gabe Kid comes charging past me, and I'm like, "Fuck you, Gabe!" And he walks past Whoa. me. I'm, I'm playing the part. I'm playing the part. They're bad guys. I'm repping the War Dogs, the Union Jack. I love it. Um, but he he comes charging part like past me like the madman he is, and you can see it on the stream. Go fuck you, Gabe. And he walks past. He looks at me, and then he walks past. And he turns back around. He's like, wait, 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 fuck you! Like he like gets me back. Uh, and then Finley's doing his slow march to the ring, and I've got the fingers up waiting for Finley. And Finley marches up to me, gets in my face, and he's looking down at my arm. And I'm like, what? You want to see my tattoo? And he's like, you've got the shittest tattoos I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, bro, look at your own tattoos. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, this my Spider Man tattoo is so much better than your tattoos. And he was like, it's all about money. And I was like, this tattoo costs more money than any of your tattoos cost. And he and then, as he was slowly walking away. Uh, so I got I got my confrontation with um with uh Finley there. It wasn't on the stream though, but someone did video it from the opposite, like on the other side of the barrier. Nice. Um, which was really cool. Uh and then <laughs> Alex Coglin sees us. Of course, Alex stayed on the sofa, good friends of Alex, and he's also a good friend of the Wizard Podcast. He's been on Bread Club, we should say as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. he sees oh. me and Hazel in the front row, so he's flipping us both off. Oh. Uh, and then hey, Hazel's like, your lovely fiance? What the Hazel's like, bro, I'm wearing the War Dogs Union Jack shirt. She wore this shirt on Saturday. We bought it there and then she stuck it straight on. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's giving her a thumbs up. And then he's like, actually, fuck you guys back. Oh, um, come on, Alex. But they had a really fun match. It was just chaotic, as you can imagine. G.O.D. versus um, 
GOD versus Water Dogs. Uh, Tangaloa, interestingly, picking up the win over Finley. Uh, a bit of a bizarre, bizarre one. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that. We'll talk about that. And then the post match shenanigans where I became the NJPW strong open weight tag team champion. Uh, as <laughs> El Fantasmo is making his way back up the ramps, he just walks over to me and slings the title over my shoulder, like threw it at me. And I was guy. like, yeah, I was like, what the? F-? I thought, what the fuck? Like, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he walks up the ramp, he's clapping people's hands, high fiving, and then he walks back up to me and he's like, <laughs> What are you doing with my belt? Give me back my belt. You can't take my belt. And I was like, whoa, bro, what the fuck? Like, you gave me this shit. Um, it was really funny. And it made the stream. Uh, Peps tweeted it at me. Uh, it tickled me a lot. I'm trying to see if I can find a picture. Someone sent me a picture. I'm struggling to find it here. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Strong open weight champion. Kieran RH93. What a fuck. You motherfucker. <laughs> um, tag team champion. But yeah. I got, I got bread, people. I got fucking bread. Exactly. Who's the real winner here? Um, show continues. Yeah, like I need more bread. Look at me. Show to Umino, Renderita defeating Francesco Akira, Great Okan, uh, the tag team, the newly unified tag team as a result of the Best of Seven series, which we'll go back to uh, from Destruction and Rengoku, off to a good start. Uh, Tetsuya Naito and Bushi defeating Boki and Sonada, the first in the many, many that's going to be preview tag matches coming up. Um, surprising post match here, though, Matt. Bushi's doing the mist in Sonata's face after the match. A little bit of uh, nastiness here shown from LIJ towards Sonata. A bit of surprising there. We, we don't see the Bushi mist very often anymore. Bushi's heartbroken. Maybe so. But, I mean, Naito was chuffed, like, happy. He was the one, like, obviously ordering it. So maybe it's a bit of signs of things to come. Perhaps we're going to get a nastier Naito on the road to Tokyo then. Oh, nasty Naito. I like that. Double N. Big double N. Um, you mentioned uh, the great Okan. What's homeboy doing with his Instagram? Putting an apple over his pecker. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> fucking out of, he's dude, out of control, bro. He, he is. He's got the best Twitter feed in the business. Um, if, if there was a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Light Award for best Twitter, best social media, great Okan's got that on lock. Don't worry. Uncle Dave has it coming. Don't worry. Uh, six man tag Mac, match. Sorry. Uh, United Empire, Hanare, Jeff Cobb, TJP. Taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston, and Michael Oku. Uh, that team of Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston, Michael Oku coming out to Michael Oku's music, uh, much to his delight, as Oku told me, like, I can't believe they're coming out to my music as he, as he reached the front of the ramp and I was there. Um, this was pretty fun. Uh, it's a bit messy. Um, I was told post later by certain people, uh, by some wrestlers, that Eddie Kingston wasn't perhaps in the best way. Like, he didn't want to go too hard because obviously he's nursing his injuries and stuff. He needs to choose his battles. Um, understandable. But, dude, the pop, Eddie Kingston probably got the biggest reaction of the night. And he didn't even come out to his own entrance music. None of that stuff. Just an announcer announcing Eddie Kingston's name, the roof came off. Doesn't surprise me. He's a very um, popular, popular wrestler. Did uh, Tanahashi's hair look as shitty in person as it usually does on TV? No, I think he had like a dark, like it was blonde. It was dark on top and then blonde at the bottom or something. He had it done. Um, what does he do? He's what? He's like forty years old. What are you doing? He's forty years old with a majestic head of hair. I think His I would hair do. Hair is this... not majestic. Okay, uh, tremendous, amazing, what? fantastic. Really, dude? Please, have you have you at least seen clips or stuff from the issue versus Shingo match? Uh huh. Have you seen that the pumping bomber? Fucking awesome! What he... a fuck! We had this discussion on the Wizards a couple weeks ago after Wrestle Dream because I really enjoyed Eddie Kingston and and Shibata, right? 
I when you fuck Shingo and Ishii are on the card and they're gonna wrestle each other, you know that these guys are gonna give it a hundred and ten percent and beat the dog shit out of each other. And I love that. I know there's certain people who don't get the strong style. It's not their thing. It doesn't make sense to them. This the the clips I've seen of this. I will go back and watch these these final two matches. This match looked fucking unbelievable. I think this is one of those matches that yeah, like I'm kind of I've seen a million times before. I'm a bit bored of it. Like Ishii, I either go one or two ways. Like, I either love it or I just like this is just Ishii doing what Ishii does normally. And this was Ishii doing what Ishii does normally. But I don't know if it was the occasion, the the seats, the fact it was against Shingo always helps. But their G1 match, I'm sure they faced each other in a G1. There there was nothing special about that. They were both in C block. I'm pretty sure. Um, there 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 was just nothing of note about that. Whereas this one that just the lariats were lethal, and I was saying to Hazel, like, wait until Shingo hits this pumping bomber, like, and then it was just the best pumping bomber ever here. Like, I could not have hyped, pre-hyped up more if I tried, and Shingo was like, I'm going to hit this one out of the fucking park. It sounded like a gunshot. I've never heard a lariat or pumping bomber like it. It was, it was just incredible. Um, and Shingo picking up the win, importantly, we should say. Oh, yeah. Because then uh, out comes Tamatonga with unfinished business from the G1 when they they had their tie in the G1. I'm pretty sure they went to a 20 minute draw. It was kind of odd. It was kind of bizarre. Um, but now we know why. Uh, and they've got unfinished business, and they're gonna Tamatonga is gonna be defending the title against Shingo Takagi at the Las Vegas show that's taking place end of October. I'm pretty sure. Um, Fighting Spirit Unleashed October 28th. But that all brings us to the main event, Matt. Oh yeah, this. It's got five stars written all over it. I was in awe watching this. I just was like trying to appreciate in the moment I was able to be in this incredible position to have these front row seats witnessing the two best, who I think the two best wrestlers in the world today in a singles match, like doing what they do best, like with how much history they've got and everything. I was just, I, I was just in awe of this. That's that, that's the best way I can say it, man. You've got to watch this one ASAP, man. Yeah, it's on my list, man. It's definitely something I want to check out. Uh, maybe when we're done with this today, because uh, I, I've heard nothing but great things. I have, you know, the, the after the hype of Wrestle Dream with Danielson and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. that that exceeding expectations, I can only imagine what this match did. So, uh, good things across the board. I'm excited to watch it, and I'm excited for. Uh, you know the next chapter here because clearly after the match there there's some shenanigans here yeah well, i was sticking with the match for the moment i made a mistake though matt an obvious mistake uh oh what'd you do so we got the war dog shirt at uh royal quest and we also got the zack sabre jr tmdk shirt which i was wearing as you can see in the stream if you watched uh yeah and i was like maybe i should change my shirt back to what i wore to the show before bro, osprey comes out what do you do osprey bro? comes to the front yeah, he sees he sees me and he's like, "Oh, what are you wearing?" And I'm like, I'm, "It's just a really nice shirt, man." And he's like, "Oh, you can't be wearing that." Um, and it's on the stream again. You, there's there's no you can't hear what Osprey's saying, but he gives he gives me a little shit for being in the front row wearing a, a Zack Sabre Junior shirt. Um, but hey, I, I love both. I love both of those guys. Yeah, it's like having if you were like a, a parent and you had two kids, you had to pick which one was your favorite. That's exactly it. Yeah, that, that, we're running with that. We're lost for Zack Saber Junior. Both my children. Now, did Zack Saber Junior. say anything to you about your shirt? Zack Saber Junior. say shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much he is for interactions. I'm pretty sure someone had like in the front row had so they had the uh, towels like the giant faction towels. Really wanted to get TMDK one, but they were fifty pound. Like it's a lot of fucking money for a towel. 
Right. Uh, but someone in the front row had the, the, the new TMDK one, and I don't think Zach Sabre Jr. paid any attention. Um, but yeah, like this match, just absolutely love this. I, I do need to watch this back um, to get a greater appreciation for it. But yeah, then the post-match begins. Uh, Will Ospreay inviting out a new challenger. Uh, lo and behold, Shota Umino makes an appearance again. Uh, when he did make his appearance, I was like, dude, Shota again? Like, how many times does Will Ospreay have to put this kid down? Right. Um, but then, you know, it carries on. It, it builds and Great Okan says, like, suggests that if Shota wants to face Will Ospreay, then Great Okan should get to face John Moxley, um, which is a match that nobody ever in the history of wrestling ever saw coming. John Moxley versus Great Okan. Um, but that looks set for power struggle as the Shota versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP UK Heavyweight Championship. I think it makes sense, if especially if Will does take the loss. I don't know that he should, but surely losing to show to, to losing to Will again sounds a bit far fetched. But I like I like this idea of Will being the mountain that Shota has to climb at the moment. The one Shota can get past Will, he's on to that next level of his career now. Shota. Uh, yeah, but that's like, man, this the the year of Osprey, like. Like, uh... I think as well the fact that clearly Ren and Shota seem to be gearing up for World Tag League together. Like, it makes me think that Shota's not gonna win. But then she just makes Shota eat shit again. Like, part of the pro, like part of uh, Shota making his appearance, Will was like, "I've beat you three times already. Like, do you need me to beat you a fourth time?" It, it, it is a bit extreme. Granted, only one of them has been New Japan proper. It was when a historic crossover when Shota made his first like his appearance back, um, and they had that amazing match. And obviously, Will come out and hire Busa gear. So you know, I suppose only one proper, but yeah, it, it, it's a weird one for me. But it, it'll be a good match, of course. It will. It's Will Osprey. It's also after this new Three Musketeers thing, right? So if Shota yep. takes him to the like, I wouldn't be mad if if. If Will beats him and then Shota Ren is a like they're a viable option in World Tag League too. Yeah, they should be. And and I I know we're all, all over the place here. I don't. But what are we do? What's the Hiroki Goto status here? Like we've been down the road with Aussie Open. They were hurt. They got stripped of the titles. They ended up signing with with AEW now. Hiroki Goto's been on the shelf for a while now. Like. Why are we not stripping them of the IWGP tag titles? So kayfabe, definitely the reason is the fact that Aussie Open had title defense announced and they couldn't make that defense. Whereas Hiroki Goto defended the titles and then he got put on a shelf. He obviously worked injured through the match. No, he got injured during the match, didn't he? Um, so kayfabe-wise, it's different. Like New Japan have always had it in the, the rules that if you have a title defense that you can't make, you get stripped of the title. It happened to John Moxley when he couldn't make the show because of the Typhoon that time. He lost right, the RWGB yeah. US title. Uh, so kayfabe reason, that, that, that's your reasoning. Um, and I suppose as well, he's not now needed for the Super Junior Tag League Tour. And then okay. the, ne the next time he's nuded is maybe Power Struggle. They'll have a title defense, but otherwise it's well Tag League. So it's kind of for just good timing in a way that he got injured when he did that. There's, Goto, there's no expectation for Goto to be on the Super Junior Tag League and the Road to Power Struggle. So he's got that chance to rest. And then by the time the next heart defense, hopefully the boy's ready to go. I hope so, because I do like Bishimon, but I think it's time. 
Who? That, that, that's actually a good question. I think someone I asked the questions on Twitter. I'm pretty sure someone asked that. So <laughs> it was um, William Omega Twelve on Twitter. Who do you think will be the 100th IWGP Tag Team Champions? So I think at the moment Goto and Yoshashi Bishimon are the 99th. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I'm double checking on uh, Wikipedia. But yeah, who would you have beat them? Who would you have become the next champions? Because I'm pretty sure I, I definitely at least I would have said Team DK, but now they're back at the bottom of the barrel. Right. Uh, if it's not, if it's not Gabe and Alex, then maybe that super team of Ren and Shoda, like, like maybe that's the next step for them to be a tag team. But uh, but. You know, we're going to get into it when we talk about the destruction of Mary Goku. Like, Alex and Gabe are now uh, without tag title. Yes, exactly. I was, um, I avoided, last week, I purposely avoided spoilers for this show. Um, and I went into it knowing I was not going to watch the main event. And I was very, very surprised with some of the, uh, all of the title changes, to be honest with you. It just doesn't, for me, it doesn't make sense. Um, but I'll have to wait and see how this plays out. It, well, it is a weird one, yeah. Destruction of Goku was a very bizarre show. Um, uh, it's lo- lots of thoughts on that. Um, to wrap up Royal Quest, anyway, uh, yeah, Will, that all happens. Um, post show, Will, Matt, like he literally got he's going around the, the barriers to everyone in the front row or whoever can get to the front row, taking a picture of every fucking individual. Bless him. The dude just worked, wrestled a half an hour plus match. <laughs> He's cut a promo and now he's taking all this time. It took him a long time to get around to everyone as well um, because we were hanging around anyway. So he come around and I was like, Hazel got a picture with Will and he pulls her in like he does. And he's like, oh, she's mine now. Um, uh, and uh, Hazel's beaming. Uh, so that went up on Twitter. So yeah, um, it apparently Will, it's going to be Osprey and Hazel getting married in March. Not me and Hazel. I, 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 read, the, I read the invite wrong, clearly. Do you need? Uh, I mean, if I have to come over there, we can. I'll, I'll, we can rough up, Will. I don't think we can. <laughs> I got a baseball bat that says we can. You're in. Look, if he's moving in on your lady, we can't have. He's got a lady. He's posting pictures with his own lady. Why has he got to be uh, uh, coming in on your your lady, man? He's a charmer, and then I got a picture of him, and I was like, "Will, let's get one for the socials," and he was like, "Nah, not with this cunt to me." <laughs> well, you wearing a fucking Zack Saber shirt, bro? Put, what are you doing? I- I put my I put my homie mask tiger mask jumper back on. On you purpose. Can kind of, you can kind of still see it though. No, you can't see there's actually it's underneath a jumper. Um but yeah, I was Royal Quest. Then I eventually got home um to work on other duties that you're aware of, Matt. Uh and <laughs> I get a message from Clark Connors at about half twelve after I've done my writing and stuff and i've got home from a long day and he's like do you want to go to the casino and i'm like no bro i'm in bed like <laughs> i'm, I'm done <laughs> like i appreciate the offer but I, i'm tapped out uh but the royal quest weekend isn't over matt royal quest no, might have been one one no. day why would, it, why would it be over if you fucking follow kieran 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 what an, my wife's watching re-watching game of thrones so Tyrion is on my fucking mind <laughs> And she was watching it before uh, I was laying in bed with her watching it before we came in here. Kieran on Twitter, Kieran RH ninety three. If you're not following Kieran, you are completely oblivious to Kieran's adventures. This motherfucker 
he is now not only is he front row best friends with Will Ospreay and Clark Connors and Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd and every single person on the New Japan roster, he also doubles as a tour guide. Yeah, so uh, and wrestler, so I could say who this wrestler is, but another wrestler came with us. They're not part of the same faction. Kayfabe, baby. Oh, it's okay. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to say. So um, that's one. That's that's for Matt Sears only off air. Um, but yeah, so I was chatting to this wrestler uh, throughout the weekend. Anyway, um, I roll over Sunday morning, check my phone, and they sent me a message like 45 minutes ago. Like, am I down to help them get to Buckingham Palace? Oh. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, of course. So I quickly roll out of bed, splash my face, throw on some clothes, like, you know, get out the door as quickly as I can. Get back to the hotel. Um, where And then as I get to the hotel, he's like, uh, he comes out breakfast. I'm just going to go get changed. By the way, this other wrestler wants to come with us. And I'm like, hell yeah, of course. Like, fantastic. Um, uh, and as I'm waiting, as we're waiting for this other wrestler to come down, Alex comes down to check out. So I got to have a little chat with Alex, which was great, of course, as you can imagine. Um, because, you know, he, he's such a good dude. Uh, Zach comes down, says, good morning, boys. Um, and then finally, this other wrestler comes down and we're off to Buckingham Palace. Uh, and we're, we're as we're walking through the middle of Buck the Buckingham Palace was fucking rammed, Matt. Yeah, I'm not used to it being this busy. You had to squeeze through crowds and stuff. There's like two, like there's people walking one direction, and then like you're walking one direction, crowds walking the opposite direction type vibe. Like there's two lanes. Um, as me and these two wrestlers are walking one way direction, lo and behold, who comes the other direction? Vlogging, Matt. Yota Suji and Shingo Takagi we bump into in the middle of a packed London Buckingham Palace. Literally for two seconds. Like, Shingo's going to have to cut out of his blog for kayfabe purposes because of who I was with. Um, but yeah, we, we went around Buckingham Palace. We went to Westminster. We went uh, across the Waterloo Bridge and stuff. And, you know, being a little tour guide. Um, we got some Greg's, which is a British bakery. Um, and then, yeah, back to the hotel. One of the wrestlers gave me a bunch of merch um, to give to do giveaways with. Uh, they're all large plus, which I am very much not. Uh, and yeah, that was that was my final adventure. Um, that was my final adventure. Yeah, taking a couple of new time wrestlers to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> to <laughs> yes, Matt was working tirelessly to get it up. As I, I really, was, I really was. As I was <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my Royal Quest free weekend. I think that's enough talking from me. I, I had a blast. Like you know. It's not lost on me how lucky I am to be able to speak to these people and be able to hang out and, you know, get to take these two guys' sightseeing was very, very fucking surreal. Yes, but again, I think you it's well-deserved. You do good in the internet wrestling community, in the wrestling community in general. You're a positive... Excuse me, you're a positive influence. Uh, you love pro wrestling. You're very respectful of all these gentlemen. Uh, and the lady. So why wouldn't like this is great. I love that you get to tell these stories as jealous as I am um, of it. And I, you know, I've had opportunities. I just was, uh, you know, a lazy shit. Not really. <laughs> I had that Hanare interview the next morning after that Philly show. And I was supposed to meet up with Clark Connors. Uh, and I just could, you know, I just I couldn't. I couldn't. Philadelphia is far from from where I am. Like, that's like an hour and a half drive. I mean, this is the second time I've had the opportunity with Clark. I had it that one time in Vegas about this time last year, and I was like, no, I'm tapped out. Like, I'm not going all the way back to Sandstown. 
and then last night he had he just got back to me too late and stuff and yeah they, uh, him and i don't know who he went with but you'd assume some of the war dogs maybe the yeah, boys. fuck dude you could have gone out with that went menace. to the casino i will admit like i'd just got into bed and i was chilling on my phone i was like i half thought about ordering an uber back to stratford and i was like it's it's i i don't think i can do this like it's been a day like I'll 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 get out for drinks with Clark at some point. It's bound it'll it'll happen when when they're not in and out to a country when we're both in the same country for longer than both both in the same town for longer than twenty four hours. Yeah, that's uh, it's not easy, right? When, when no, nope. you're you're in the UK. The yeah, these guys travel days as well, man. They were telling me, Jesus, man, I I, I do not envy that at all. Um, but yeah, that's my royal quest for your weekend. Uh, absolutely unforgettable weekend uh, unforgettable night at the show um i'm sure there's stuff i'm forgetting that people will remember and be like why don't you talk about it oh something i should talk about matt uh saturday night in the rugby world cup it was ireland versus new zealand now my name for those who don't know is irish that's why it's spelt weird and hard to pronounce if you don't recognize it straight away uh who is from new zealand on the new japan roster matt very proudly sire that'd Hanare, of course. So he comes out for the main event to corner Will Ospreay along with Jeff Cobb and Great Okan. And as he's as Will Ospreay enters ring, he comes up to me and he tells me to score and how New Zealand are beating Ireland. Oh. So for the whole match, I've got Hanare. I'm watching the match there. And to my left, I've got United Empire boys all sat down. And every so often Hanare just looks over back at me and like laughs or gives me an update on the score or something. So the whole time I'm trying to like I'm having to battle Hanare in the rugby and I'm trying to watch uh, Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. as well. But again, someone took a fantastic picture of me speaking to Hanare over the barrier like as we're talking about the rugby, waiting for the two best wrestlers in the world to do the shit that they do best. What a, well, you're, you just live a fascinating life. It was it, it was a very fun weekend. I won't lie. I, very, I, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more with all the interactions and all the little tidbits and stuff. Um, Wholly unexpected, but you know, I, 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 yeah, lucky, lucky, lucky boy. Um, destruction, we go. Uh, oh, go on. Any, sorry, did they tease when there would be a royal quest for? Uh, I wouldn't expect any time soon. Um, so from speaking to people, it didn't sell overly well. Uh, the vibe going into it was that this might be the last one for a for a long time. Oh. Um, I wouldn't expect one next year, and for sure. Um. I think the market for New Japan is maybe a bit saturated between AEW now running Wembley and stuff like that and WWE here more often. And obviously New Japan's very niche. I feel like the first Royal Quest, it was the first time. Right. Whole New Japan show. Oh my God, it's so exciting. They've done a great crowd. Second time, it was post-pandemic. We haven't seen New Japan for years in the UK. It's pandemic. Let's get fucking out there. There was no real hook this time. There was nothing. You know what I mean? It was just a show for the case, sake of doing a show in the UK. And I'm I'm forever grateful. Like I'm, I'm always going to be... Mean? Getting a front row ticket for New Japan if they come all this way. Uh, I haven't got to pay all the silly money to travel to Japan. Um, but yeah, it didn't. It, it done like I want to say. I, I had a look on New Japan Japanese website. They have the attendance. I think it was just under three thousand two hundred. It was like three thousand one hundred ninety people. I mean, how many people does the venue sit? I well, for comparison, I think Rev Pro done four thousand. Obviously, the big difference there being there was eighty thousand plus people in London. For AEW the next day, right? I don't think thirty one hundred is a bad number. It's not, but if you're tr- sending half your roster across the globe, 
I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I know believe... how profitable it is and everything as well. I, I don't know. I think it's more than that. We're at the New Japan show in Philadelphia. Yeah, and, D- and so, DC. Lo- lots of the lots of the uh, New Japan shows in America. It's I, I'm always surprised at the attendance. Like the venues they're running aren't overly big in the first place, but obviously they're trying to make a market in America more so than they are perhaps in the UK. Interesting. But, I'm, I'm, I, they'll, they'll come back. Rev Pro, Rev Pro will give me, will feed me in the meantime. I'm sure with some talent. Um, oh, what are you, Ryback? Feed me more. Feed, I, I'm never. I, you, I can never get full enough of New Japan, Matt. Oh, well, I'm full of bread because I. Oh, <laughs> <was>, there you go. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's not. There's nothing. There's no bread left. I ate the whole thing. A whole loaf of bread in 36 minutes. <laughs> it wasn't a loaf. It was like a two loaves of bread in 36 minutes. Yeah, don't. 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 you're gonna gonna set a bar and then people are gonna have these expectations i got people kate fucking texted me this morning you better eat bread because kojima followed me don't tell me how to live my life people i know what i'm doing that's the real reason it wasn't kojima it was kate that's the real reason we got bread already back from the store with the bread before (laughs) anyone even texted me take lead the lead the charge matt i've done so much talking take us back to monday october 9th destruction in ryogoku Destruction Ryugoku, I thought was a fun show. Uh, the show kicked off with an eight-man tag match, and I actually love this concept from the uh, I'm not familiar with the Frontier Zone. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like, look, I can barely keep up with New Japan, like in terms of like watching every single show. Like, we have by the time this show airs, we would have had Lance Anuai on our show, and he was just in the N1. Dude, you got Lance. Yeah. That's fucking know, awesome. The Wizards have known Lance for a very long time. Yeah, man. Um, dude was in the N1. He, he, and he doing, got a win over, us. Yeah, he got a win over Go Shizaki, who ended up winning the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, man. He'll, he'll, I'm pretty sure he'll be back in Japan. I'm sure he's already teased it, that he's going to be back in Noah if he's not already been announced. I'm, I'm not overly sure if he has. I'm, I'm not scratching my number at the moment. So like, just, just to keep up with like New Japan and Noah, like, it's a lot for me. Now, I know there's people out there who are like, God bless you, right? I just, my schedule is still a little crazy. So to, to present this match, it's Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Yano, and Oscar. Uh, it was a 10-man, excuse me, Oscar Lube. I know how to say his name, but it's Oscar Lube, okay, people? Uh, and Yoshi that's, just, that's just a fuck with Julian. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's five New Japan regulars against five uh freestyle wrestler so it was uh takahiro katori from freedoms june maso masa oka from ddt kazumi sumi that's a great fun name to say from ddt Keshi <laughs> masada from ddt and kengo from freedom uh and tenru project it's kind of like a I, I just like the concept of New it's Japan fantastic guys against these guys you kind of introduce yourself to 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 the frontier guys and you know, it means that they're opening up more interpromotional stuff throughout Japan. Uh, and if you're going to introduce these wrestlers to me, like, why not use this New Japan platform for this 10-man tag match? It's a fantastic idea. It's the pre-show. It's just something extra, like, if you're in the live crowd rather than just waiting for the show to begin. If you want to tune in early, you can watch it. It's not, like, being forced upon you by any means. But it's, it's a great opportunity for these guys. Like, these guys are from smaller promotions. Not DDT as such, but... Obviously, like Freedoms is a much smaller promotion. It's most famously known for Jun Kasai being his playground. Um, but some of these guys won't get the chance to compete in Destruction Ryugoku. And, you know, 
this could be the launching pad for like for like a me for like a Matt to say oh shit that guy was really cool let me go see what else he's done and you just fucking barrel roll from there and suddenly you're becoming a freedoms fan or a ddt fan it's a great yeah. idea from new japan i love it I loved it too. It was it was a fun match. Oscar got to uh, really showcase himself here, um, and and a win for the New Japan guys, uh, which I enjoyed. I um, think I can I think I can reveal this one scoop. Oh, we got this. You fucker got a scoop too. God damn it! One scoop. Well, I'm allowed to say on air. One scoop. One scoop. Uh, I. I, I've been told that Oscar is going on his excursion, not going on his excursion now, but when he does go to the, on his excursion, it's to the UK. So he's going to be coming over to RevPro, much to Okada's delight. Wow, look at that. So yeah, um, you know, I, plans change. I'm not going to, you know, there's a reason I only just drop this stuff on here. I don't fucking try and make a, a living out of it and tweeting it. But yeah, the good chances are we'll, I'll be seeing Oscar over in RevPro. All right, I like that. Well, we got a um, prior to destruction in Ryugoku, we got the tease that the Just Five Guys would be adding a new member. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, and fresh off of his stay in Impact Wrestling, uh, Yuya Uemura uh, is the fifth member of Just Five Guys. And uh, I fucking love this. I love the fact that he comes out, he's got the bright tights on, like he it's almost like watching the Wizard of Oz, right? Here's just five guys. They're all in fucking black, right? They're a great group, but then here comes the color, right? Fucking you, you he's like this bright light. This was awesome. Uh, I love the six man just for the fact that you made his return and now he's a member of just five guys and he's shown here uh, and I'm excited to see uh, the next step here with him being in just five guys. And obviously I know he was going to be a lumberjack now because Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton talked about it. I, again, didn't watch the fucking main event cause I'm not watching that dog shit, but I thought this was a great addition and I, I loved everything about this. We prayed for times like this, Matt, the return of you, Uramura, my, my pick of that bunch, the Ren, the Suji, the Shota and the Yuya. Yuya was my pick. What a hunk of a man. Absolutely fucking tremendous uh i i'm so it, it was kind of obvious it was probably going to be yuya that didn't take anything away from it it was such a cool moment he looks like a million bucks like matt said in the white gear i just i'm so excited to have him back like i really my my fantasy booking here if if will osprey is leaving new japan let yuya beat him at wrestle kingdom let yuya be the one to topple osprey and get the title off of osprey and then let Yuya beat Naito and let Yuya beat Tamatonga and let Yuya have all the fucking titles at once. Oh, you're going Yuya, huh? I'm all aboard the Yuya train. Really? You're saying Yuhu train or Yuya train? <laughs> Yuya. The, the Yuya mobile. Yuya, Yuya mobile. Um, mobile? Yeah, I just think he, he, he looks great. Like he's come in and he's very quick in his backstage comments to declare he's part of the IWGP World Heavyweight. Like, roster like roster he's a heavyweight he was basically saying um which people were always like oh is he going to be a junior is he going to be a heavyweight fuck that's right man this is the this is the fucking stud of new japan man he's a heavyweight he was always going to be a heavyweight um yeah and he he picks up the win as well he gets the he's still using the deadbolt suplex that he was using as a finisher as a young lion which i love as well um look i just I, as well i know people i've seen some comments about how they don't think he should have gone join just five guys 
And I'm like, why would you not want him to join the hottest faction in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now? And also, where the fuck else would you put him? Have him be another right. good goody two shoes, putting up like you know, yay, happy to be in Hontai. Woo! Look at Ren Narita and Shota Umino. They're struggling. Like, put him in Chaos. Chaos doesn't have any persona. It doesn't have a character. There's no vibe to what Chaos is. Just Five Guys has a great vibe going. The fucking crowd loves them. They're so fucking over. And Yu Urumura is in that group with the top champion now. And yeah, he has and said. He has said he wants part of his condition for joining just five guys. He wants a singles match against each of the men. And if that means Sonata is the champion, he wants a title shot at Sonata. He he's a smart boy. He's a good looking boy. Uh, hashtag. We love you. Umura. Yeah. And look, just this just five guys. LIJ is not going to end at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, man, that, that's, that's, that's a great show. Like, what if Yuya is the first challenger for a post-Naito when Naito wins the title Wrestle Kingdom? And who doesn't want to see Yuya against fucking Suji? Jeez, Yu, man. Yuya oh, Shingo? That, that, that matching out to Power Struggle as well, I think it is. It's Sonada and Naito. Sonada and Uemura versus Naito and Suji. Like, holy shit, if that isn't the present and the part, the future, the past and the present in Naito, Sonada and the two new boys. Like, yeah. It's, that's a generational match right there, man. That's that's gonna be one that they'll play back on the tapes for a long time. Um <sighs> Tangelo and Chase Owens happened apparently. I don't know. Uh yeah, it was a thing. I don't know um, why. I don't know why it happened, but it was a thing. Uh Tangelo won. Yep. Uh then uh, LIJ taking on United Empire, Naito getting the win over Callum Newman. Um it, 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 just a fun eight man tag match. Dude, Callum Newman runs the ropes like his fucking ass is on fire it, it's holy his, shit it's his superhero ability it's amazing isn't it how quick that boy can hit the ropes holy shit he started running i'm like this guy i'm like there's no way he doesn't like trip over somebody like that you have to be ready for homeboy he was flying he it, it is his secret ability his superhero ability his mutant power um and it makes him stand out on a on the roster like who the fault just running the ropes quick? It's, it's like, you know, what what a genius idea. Um, fourth match on the card, uh, War Dogs, Drill Maloney and Clark Connors defeating Kevin Knight and Kushida to retain the titles. Uh, we're working backwards from Royal Quest here. So, of course, that was another... That that outcome was uh, already written on this show. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. There's nothing on this show that blew me away that I can overly remember a week removed from the show. I agree with you. I it was for the for what it was. The show was a good show. Nothing like it blue, was. Yeah, fine. Like there, there's nothing. The the most memorable thing from the show is Yuri Umura's return. For me, that's the only thing I will remember from the show. Oh, there's a lot of questionable title changes that we're gonna get. Oh yeah, yeah, too. for sure. But and yeah, best for, of seven, yeah. the best of seven series finishes in a draw. Show to Umino finally getting a win for his team. He was the only man in, out of all six men to not pick up a win. Finally does it here. He beats, uh, defeats Renderita. Um, the post-match here was very good, to be fair. It, yes, it was look, fantastic. We, when they announced it was going to be a best of seven, we knew it was going seven. Um, there's, I don't, very rarely in wrestling is there a best of seven that ends, like, goes five matches or there's a clean sweep. Uh, I think the story that they told with, with him not getting a pinfall and then him finally getting a win and it being a draw and everyone shaking hands and kind of getting in each other's faces like this is not over was very well done. Uh, and I enjoyed this for, for what it was, you know, the, uh, even if it was just a regular match, I don't think 
I would have had a problem with it. But you add that that seven series uh, thing to it, and it it definitely heightened it and made it made it pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was great. Like Shota sticking out a hand to Ren and Ren accepting it, and then Watto tries to be friends with Desperado, and Desperado shakes the one finger. So Watto, Watto forces a full handshake. And then Nagata sticks out a hand to Suzuki, to the oohs and ahs of the crowd. This decades-long rivalry that's headlined the Tokyo Dome. Um, fucking how many matches have these two men beat the shot of each other? And Nagata sticks out a hand, and Suzuki slaps Nagata, and Nagata slaps Suzuki back, and then they shake. And it was fucking awesome. And then they do a fist bump to each other, and they're out. Uh, an absolutely tremendous moment between two absolute legends of Japanese wrestling. Um yeah, and then we get into the questionable stuff, Matt. Uh, sixth match, strong openweight tag team championships. El Fantasma and Hikaleo defeating Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin. Uh, the first hurdle, like they, they didn't, even, they didn't get a single fucking defense. These are like two of the hottest guys in the promotion for me. So, I'm, um, I don't. The the New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Titles, and to be completely honest, it's they mean fuck all. They really that yes exactly that the, the we went from them taping New Japan Strong in California to they're gonna they changed the format but now they're not like I think the last Strong shows were the Independence Day shows in July right? But damn, where you they might won, where be they won it. the titles right? You might be right. So like they're they're just uh, I don't know like. They're, look, I love to see Alex and Gabe with the tag titles. I think they're a monster tag team. Um, I just like ELP Hickle. Like, I I don't like the like <coughs> like we are in like we're just a faction. Like we're in the same faction, so let's be a tag team. All of a sudden, like it. I don't know. I I I. I I, I don't mind the the Hickler El Fantasma tag team. Like, look, I love El Fantasma. Um, he deserves success. Look, uh, yes, I just I, didn't want it to be at the expense of Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin. The, the only solace I can find here is if it means they're going to do well in World Tag League, if they're going to win World Tag League potentially, and we get perhaps Bishamon versus War Dogs at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So I think that would be round three. Uh, well, it would be next year, but they had the two matches for the titles. Obviously, War Dogs won the strong titles and Bishamon kept the IWGP titles. So, so if we want to do match. that, yeah, if we want to do that again at Wrestle Kingdom, I'm, I, I, that's the only reasoning well, I would be happy with, but I don't see it happening. You, Yeah, and you would imagine that the Bishimon would be in the Tag League too, so they're definitely going to face yeah. each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, I don't, Look, I love ELP. <laughs> I love that this is his first title in New Japan. He's won the junior tag titles twice. Oh, Kevin Kelly that's right. Kevin, Kevin Kelly said this, and he was like, is this ELP's <laughs> first tag to like first win? I was like, he thought, forgot all about Bullet Club's cutest tag team, bro. Well, I mean, Ishimori's been an afterthought, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, man. I just, like, are we trying to get this this G.O.D. faction? Like, are they supposed to? I think that's this, a big part of big, it. Is this the big push for them? I think that's I the can, big part of it, yeah. I can deal with this. Like, if, if it means Alex and Gabe take the next step in, in New Japan ring, you know, obviously, ELP and Hikaleo, like, it's probably easier for them to go back to the States. Maybe Alex and Gabe don't want to travel back and forth for all these shows. I really, I don't know. It just, it's see, it's a weird decision for me. 
and I, I'm not entirely sure where this road leads us. I'm excited to see, but at the expense of Alex and Gabe, like it feels like we built the Bullet Club War Dogs all the way up where they're all fucking killers, and now by the end of this show... Get a different list. When I'm recording somewhere in a different location, nice. my, my cat photo bombs for once instead. I like that. We got the, the Bullet Club War Dogs as these straight killers... We've led that the last couple of months. Now they have nothing. They're, they have nothing. David <laughs> Finley now loses the never open weight title in your next, uh, not the next match, but he loses it later in the night to to Tamatanga. So now, like, I is think. This, like, what's the story? Is now, like, is David, so da- is David Finley mad at Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd? Is he mad at himself for not being the, the killer, the, 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 the badass that the war dogs are supposed to be like this is really puzzling for me i think yeah like clearly so my what i imagine new japan thinking is the fact that god kind of struggling to be seen as a faction do you know what i mean i think lots of less like i imagine more fans that aren't like you know fucking doing a show where they talk ad nauseum about new japan might be a bit confused and not know that god are their own faction now they're not this kind of little thing that's part of hontai because for a while that was it tamatonga got kicked out tamatonga and tangaloa got kicked out book club they joined hontai but now god is its own thing it's got five members just as many as just five guys yep um granted one of them is jado uh but um that, that that's what the show seemed like it was doing it to me it was establishing the fact that hey god are their own thing and to do that Alex Coglin and Gabe Kids had to suffer the consequences, unfortunately. Um, seventh match on the card, uh, Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada retaining the never open weight six man tag team championships against Josh Alexander, Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley. Look, from what I can remember, to be fair, this was pretty damn good. This was awesome. This was a great match. Um, and there was, there is, they, they, I thought it was great that they chose these three guys and that there is a story that, that, ties into what's going on in impact wrestling where josh alexander is challenging alex shelley for the world title this weekend at bound for glory so like can they coexist as a team yet uh, and and you know win the never six-man open weight titles and of course it comes into factor towards the end of the match but this was awesome man this was fantastic and and props to josh alexander for his first trip to japan the dude is a, a superstar like this was this was really fun. Yeah, I think Alexander was definitely the standout of this match. Uh, <laughs> and he des- he should have been. He deserved to be. The focus should have been on him. His first trip out there and he's new to the crowd and stuff like that. Um, the spot where Ishii headbutts Alexander and Alexander's headgear flies off. <laughs> uh, tremendous little bit there. Um, Motor City Machine Guns just doing what they do. Like, as always, just looking great. Like, the seamless in tag team poetry. Um and yeah, as well, you've got the stuff like, you know, ton, the, the, the continuation of the story with Tanahashi here, losing to Shelly uh, for the Impact World Championship. And yeah, like you said, Alexander and Shelly had an accident inadvertently, uh, inadvertently hitting each other during the match, uh, leading to the end. Um, it was good. And then uh, we we get we don't get a challenge, but it has been since announced that we're getting uh, TMDK will be the next challengers for the titles. Um so fingers crossed that we get we get some sort of, sort of fucking gold on Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols, please. And it's Zach with them, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's a it's a proper it's a proper challenge. Like I love it. it. It's a, there's there's real they, 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 there could be a chance of Zachy two belts there. Um, eighth match on the card: Tamatonga versus David Finley. Uh, Tamatonga 
winning back the never overweight championship in the greatest rivalry to ever hit professional wrestling anywhere. It had its moments early on, but I was happy when it was over. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's actually that's very sort on. They they need to fucking let go of Bullet Club versus God for Christ's sake. Like it's clearly not happening because Tangaloya pinned David Finley at Royal Quest. But just fucking let God face someone that has no association with Bullet Club. Just let God feud with fucking United Empire, whoever the fuck you need to do. Just get them away from Bullet Club. It's so uninteresting now. Yeah. Yeah, you've definitely that that the horse has turned to glue. Let's let's try something different here. Oh, yeah, we won't waste any time on that match. Um Iron Knife match, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match, freeway, Hiromi Takashi defeating Speedball Mike Bailey and Yo, who was replacing the uh the sick, the ill uh, Leo Rush. Um and Yo done fantastic. Yo might have been the, the highlight of this match. I love that man. He deserved what the guy the guy has to get the title sooner rather than later. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, Mike Bailey, and I'll sign up for Mike Bailey in a New Japan ring anytime. Hiromu's Hiromu. Um, you know, I'm a little burnt out on Hiromu, to be honest with you. Do you um, know what, though? To be fair, he's gone, like, to every other fucking promotion to try to give New Japan, a, like, distance. Like, he, the guy is doing wonders as the champion. Like, he's defending it everywhere. <laughs> he's going to all these other promotions. He's doing all these fun matches. He's having, he's having the reign he's probably always wanted to have but then injuries have gotten in the way and stuff like this is him just fucking being a proper champion that look that's fair i'm just you know we if you go back to to last year where where master wada won the best of the super juniors like i we i'm pretty sure we both thought like that was oh, that was master yeah. wada's time right so and, and i think not having look yo stepped in and he did a phenomenal job i i think not having leo rush in this match took away the energy of the match. Um, yeah, I really felt for Rush. Like, he'd done the whole tour. He seemed like he was at home, that New Japan is finally a place he's kind of always been searching for, and then he gets hit with this this horrible bad luck of falling ill. Um, I, I really felt for the man not getting to... This was his moment. Not to necessarily win the title, but this was the match he was obviously... He'd been working the entire tour for. Um, but yeah, Yo, Yo delivered in spades. It, it was a really fun match, but again, it's not anything that i can't remember anything overly much about the match itself you know well, I, I, mean, enjoy, I enjoyed it in the moment sure yeah well post-match look i love uh taji ishimori so you know post-match to have ishimori come back uh and drop her with a pump kick i thought was was pretty cool and we're gonna see those guys at power struggle so you know, I know we've seen it many times before but you kind of know what you're signing up for with hiromu and and taji ishimori so I'm okay with that. I wonder where is Ishimori? Ishimori's been gone since the War Dogs became a thing. Yeah, does he? He got, hurt, he got hurt in Super Juniors, right? Against exactly. So does he fall in with the old Bullet Club? Is he kind of just part of Bullet Club adjacent, kind of like Kenta and Chase Owens? Is he gonna be a War Dog? Is he gonna? You know, is there no space for Ishimori in Bullet Club according to Finley anymore? Um, I feel like there's a few uh, answers. Uh, there's a few questions in the air there that need answering. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I like that actually. I haven't, uh, I haven't thought that out. So that'll be interesting to see see where he he falls. Uh, and then I turn I turn this off now, Kieran. With that, after the Ishimori attack, they started a little promo video, and I was like, I'm done with this. I'm not watching this main event. So I spared myself the aggravation of Sonata versus Evil in a lumberjack match. 
I know the result. I know Sonata got his hand raised. I have not read the results. I bet you it was tons of outside interference. The Garrett, the lumberjack match, the bullshit, extra, extra house of torture, bullshit. Please let this be the fucking end. Please, if anybody out there, anyone with an iota of power in New Japan Pro Wrestling, fucking enough with the House of Torture, please. So I don't even think it, I don't think it's the end of the Just Five Guys versus House of Torture feud because Yujiro Takahashi challenged Yuya Uemura to a singles match. That's a squash. Yeah, Yuya beat Yujiro in the opening match. Um, But Matt, so, so... I, do you question for you? Yes, sir. Do do you, Matt, of the Shining Wizard podcast fame? Do you think you're better than Keiji Muto? Do I think I'm better? Yeah. No. No. So how how come you feel you can turn off Evil versus how, Evil versus Sonata, but Keiji Muto is ringside doing commentary for Evil versus Sonata? He probably got fucking paid for it. <laughs> right, you want to give me some fucking, fucking... yen? You want to throw <laughs> me some yen? You want to throw me some a couple free months worth of New Japan World? I'll sit through that dog shit. Don't fuck. I'm all about that. I'll take. I'm a motherfucker. Give me the money. I'll do whatever you want for a couple shekels. But I ain't fucking watching that shit for free. What are you out of your mind? It's bad enough. I had to pay New Japan World my eight dollars for that main event of a fucking major show. You kidding me, people? So look, well, let, let's start off with the the look. Meltzer loved this match, Matt. I don't know if you oh, saw the rating. I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw the rating. Dave Meltzer, David Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, which I one don't... of those fucking boys fucking ribbed you and drugged you to make you think this way? He gave Meltzer. Meltzer gave one point five stars to this match. Yeah, but he's not the be all end all. He's just a do. He's just a douche. Who has a, lives in a messy room and he writes a wrestling newsletter? Come on. One, 1. 1.5 stars to the main event of Destruction in Rugoku IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Matt. 1.5 whole stars. I didn't he loved it, it. So I can't, I can't comment. 1.5. That doesn't sound like he loved it. <laughs> oh, man. Look. I mean, so, I would have given it negative stars. I didn't even watch the thing. Here, here's my story. So I had, I was watching this whilst I was on holiday in my hotel room. They had Chromecast, which was really nice. I'd never oh, tried nice. it before. Never oh, tried it before, but it worked very seamlessly. I, yeah, I lived through the Chromecast. So we've got Chromecast on. Matt, <laughs> I'm watching a show. Five uh-huh. Chromecast in my hotel room whilst it's really sunny outside. Oh. And this is my last full day. I've got COVID. So I'm fucking struggling. Oh, COVID? I had fucking COVID. Oh, uh, you had COVID and you wanted to watch this main event. Oh, my God. Holy shit. So instead of being outside, like sunbathing on the balcony... Taking in the last bits of sun I can, I'm watching Evil versus Sonata whilst I've got COVID and I feel like shit. Also having to do my duties that you're aware of. Wow, you just... So yeah, I ate shit for however fucking long this match went so on So then you... D- see, you deserved all the good that happened at Royal Quest 3 because you had... You had... That's like a great parlay. COVID, House of Torture main event, and other, and work. Holy shit. I've done, uh, yeah, I've done my penance. Um, you survived, barely. Yeah, I, I can't. That, 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 I remember one bit of the match being kind of cool, and it was when like, just, so they done kind of like what they do in tag matches, where everyone was runs it, in and does their spot. The, the final bell. Was that that cool? was that was that was the best part. Um, yes. but another another good part. 
uh like they've done the bit two, where like two good parts two two whole good parts in 28 minutes are you feeling okay <laughs> check your forehead here or... um so like they've done the bit where everyone kind of runs in and does their their, their little move their little bit like they're doing tag matches but because yeah. this was lumberjack match but Yuya Uemura, when he got Wait, involved... They, they, they let him go in the ring during the Lumberjack Oh, match? like, the referees got knocked down. There was, like, three oh, different referees course, got knocked down, and then the first referee came back. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Evil goes for the pin, and Red Shoes does the double middle finger, as oh, he does every few years. Um, oh, but, yeah, Yuya Uemura, when he got his spots in, he looked great, and, like, he took it to Evil and shit like that. Like, it's usually do your move, and then you get hit, and then that person does their move, and they get hit. But Yuya got in a few good bits. Um... But yeah, Sonada retaining fourth defense. Out comes Tetsuya Naito. Main event of Wrestle Kingdom is official. The Wrestle Kingdom theme song begins to play. Sonada defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Tetsuya Naito January 4th. We're on the road to Tokyo Dome at long last month. All right. Well, do you know what? I'm excited about this. The road to Tokyo Dome. It kicks off with the road to power struggle. And the road to power struggle is the Super Junior Tag League. Brackets have been announced. It's starting very soon. Uh, <laughs> as I try to buy time to realize when it actually does start. Starts October 21st, five o- days from the recording of this show. October 21st, Super Junior Tag League is starting. It's a pretty damn solid lineup, Matt. There's a few uh, interesting new tag teams in there. Um, Kushida and Kevin Knight are in there. That's expected. I'm excited used- for the DKC. The DKC getting a proper tour under his belt. Man deserves it. Graduated at LA Dojo. Uh, teaming up with Ryusuke Taguchi, and then Matt, the dream team. We yes. never thought we Give never thought it would happen. Give it to me, El Despirato, Master Wato, El Despirato, and Master Wato teaming up in Super Junior Tag League. Who'd who'd have ever seen a day? The most unlikeliest of friends. Uh, El Master Wato Desperado, my man. <laughs> I thought you just, but did, what did you say? Oh. El Master Wado <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, did I just hear that? Yeah, um, that should be that should be what they should be called. El El Desperado. No, El Master Wado Desperado. <laughs> it rhymes. El Master Wado Desperado. Try uh, that new guy. God, Kevin Kelly, we're gonna miss you. Oh uh, god. Uh Doki and Takamichinoku. Jotters. Uh, leave Doki alone. Uh, I know, Bush... but he's with Taka, and Taka, you know... Taka, Taka can job. To be fair, Doki's gone a long way if he's gone from being the guy that gets pinned to being with the guy that gets pinned. Fair enough. It's I love st- Doki. I just a step know. in the right direction. Uh, Bushi and Titan. Oh, Robbie Eagle. Great. Robbie Eagles and Kose Fujita. Fujita's like back that. already. Yeah. I wonder if this is his return from excursion. Did he have a really quick excursion? Is this just part of the excursion and he'll disappear again after? I'm really intrigued here, but fucking... It's a cracking tag team. Cracking. I like that. I'm gonna start cracking. I'm gonna start. We're gonna have a whole like non-show conversation where I get your lingo because I, <laughs> I like some of the li- cracking is a good one. I'm gonna use it. Uh TJP Francesco Akira catch two two back together again. Um two-time former IWGP tag team champions. The current reigning defending IWGP tag team junior heavyweight champions, Clark Connors and Driller Maloney are entering the tournament. And the last team, uh, and I, I'm not sorry, we've missed one team. We'll go back to them because uh, it was TBD at the time. But one other team that Matt's very excited about, the dream team of Sho and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. On a scale of 9 to 10, how excited are you for this team, Matt? Excitement. Kanemaru teaming up with Sho. Who would have ever thought it? 
I hope they both slip on banana peels and uh, suffer extreme ankle sprains and they can't work the whole, like the worst ankle sprain. Not a break, just a bad ankle sprain. Both of them can't work. Maybe one of them gets locked in a closet somewhere accidentally. (laughs) He can't make it to the building on time. I'm good. I'm good. There's no excitement. I will not. I'm just imagining Matt, like, being in Japan to show. No, to be like, to Kanemaru, like, oh, Kanemaru, there's some really good whiskey in here. He's like, what? In this dark cup? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as he walks in, Matt just kicks him in there, closes the door behind him, locks the door, walks away. Walks away whistling. I would fucking roofie the shit out of his whiskey. He'd stay through <laughs> every show. Oh, man. And, then and, I the... lo- and I love Uncle Nobu, but now he's in fucking House of Torch. Come on. What are we doing? Who books the shit? This is the risk of falling in love, man. Sometimes you get your heart broken, man. I know. If you listen to The Shining Wizards, I have this fucking love-hate relationship with Ring of Honor right now where it's liter- it literally is like the driving force of my anger. We're like... <laughs> I need someone to fix Ring of Honor, and every week it just makes me more angry. Uh, the last team, uh, it was Yo and TBD. Um, the assumption from fans being maybe they don't know if Leo Rush will or won't be fit or ready or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> but it's been announced that Michinoku's pros Musashi is going to team with Yo. Yo appearing in Michinoku Pro to invite Musashi to team with him. Um, so. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to try and say I know who the fuck this guy is. I was just going to um, ask, what do you know about Musashi? Yeah, not a thing. Uh, I know he's going to be in Super Junior Tag League, Matt. And I know he's going to be teaming with Yo. He looks um, like he could be like uh, the long lost cousin. But he is, uh, yeah, he's going to be teaming with. And it, again, it's this whole thing of New Japan just working with seemingly everyone in Japan right now. It, it, it's it's so fucking cool, man. I like it. I like it. So, Let's go Muashi, Musashi. Let's get into it then, Matt. Who's what's the what's the system this year? Is it uh the two po- top point scorers in this round robin league will compete in the final? Okay, so it's one block. Top two f- will face off one more time for in the final power struggle. Who are you going for top two, and who's winning Super Junior Tag League, Matt? Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, who are we going for top? This huge winners go on to Wrestle Kingdom, man. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll kick us off. All right, I'm. Me off. I think we had catch two two last year. Whilst they might be a favourite, I don't think they get there. Well, and you Yo got to and, think Yo they're the... taking war dogs on. Didn't Yo and Leo Rush win last year? No, catch two two retained at Russell Kingdom. No, they I beat... mean the Super Junior. Oh, though. sorry, yeah, Yo and Leo Rush won Super Junior Tag League. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about who's going to win Tag League or who the yeah. top two teams are going to be. So who's the top two teams and then who's winning Tag League? I'm gonna go with the top two teams. Being El Desperato and I want to say Robbie Eagles and Kose Fujita with Eagles and Fujita getting the win. I'm going Fujita all the way to Wrestle Kingdom. That's very dependent, of course, on if he is back from excursion or not. Otherwise, I've shot myself in the foot. You're big on the youth movement here with uh, Yuya and now Fujita. Fujita's Um, my pick from the current crop. Yuya was my pick from the last crop. Fujita's my pick from the current crop. I do like the team of Despi Wado, although they've never tagged up before. It's a fun one. It's so fun. It's a, they could be like the type, like, you know, where they're begrudgingly winning type deal where, you know, Master Wato might do something stupid and El Desperado comes in, does all the big moves and drags Wato's lifeless body over to get a pin. 
Um, and they, I think as well, like, it's just so funny because <laughs> Eldest Watto fucking hated Watto so much. All these backstage comments, like, he would just be ripping into Watto. He wouldn't even be in a rivalry with Watto, and he'd just be like, fuck Master Watto. Um, and now they, 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 they've got this budding friendship. Oh, man. All right. I like like the team. Don't think they're making it to the finals. I'm, I like... I like where your head's at with Fujita and Robbie Eagles. I'm going catch 2-2. Two, two. Catch 2-2 two, two to get the win. Yeah, because I think they, they never have. They never got the, the They lost on June. They lost in Dominion to the War Dogs. Like, let's let's run it back at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that works. They, they're the ones they dropped the titles to. And it was at the first defense as well, I think. Um yeah, no, I'm so, going yeah. for that. And you've got the story of, well, of course, Driller betrayed Kat, uh, TJP and Akira was part of United Empire and left them. I, I think it's going to be good. It's not going to be one of those things where you need to see every match on every show. Um, I'll watch as much as I can, as often as I can. Um, yeah. But it makes this whole tour, like, it's the road to power struggle. It gives it a lot more reason. And this will be a show where you'll, you'll have at least one match that's a banger that's just not going to get the attention it deserves. Um, it's always the way with Super Junior Tag League. It's probably like their least important tournament of the year. But look at what the look at what the brackets were like in years past compared to this brackets now. Like <laughs> a team like Eagles and Fujita, like Taguchi, DKC, Kushida, Kevin Knight. There's such a youth movement, like Matt just said in here. Um, it, it's going to be a really fucking good time. Yeah. No, excuse me. Yeah, it's a, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I like Super Juniors. I like the Tag League there. So we had a lot of fun with it last year. Um. You know, we're going to, you know, we're not going to see the goofiness that that was uh, Clark Connors last year. He's more serious now, so it'll be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Before we move on to the future, even more into the future, because we've got Fight Spirit Unleashed in Vegas has got a stacked card. Oh, yeah. Uh, a few matches now to power struggle. We've got some other topics to talk about. Um, I put out a call for some questions on Twitter. Um, one of them, we got a few from William on Mega 12. Uh, one of them already asked and answered. Uh, he again asked, will I tell Matt that Osprey tried to steal my girl? Will I tell you, Matt, that Osprey I mean, tried to steal Hazel? You did. I mean, and uh, and he did when he when he commented on the, the question. So who this is a good one again, William Omega 12. Uh, who do you think should be Osprey's or Ocado's opponent at Wrestle Kingdom? And he gives four names. Nakajima, Omega, Danielson and Moxley. Is Nakajima the dude that was leaving Noah? Yeah, Katsuki Nakajima. He's a free yeah, yeah. Agent now. I him. Look, we had Osprey Omega. I think Osprey Moxley might kind of be a good direction to go. Because especially if he beats Shota, and in fact, Moxley's going to be a power struggle, obviously facing Okan. Uh, and Osprey's got unfinished business with Moxley. Didn't Moxley beat him, but his foot was under the rope or something like that? Yes, when they did that thing. Before. Or it was when he got sick, right? It was a four-way with Juice. Yeah, and was it the four-way? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was the four-way. Um, DC, right? Capital Collision, yeah. the first one. Um, so they've got unfinished business. Uh, I would say Osprey versus Moxley, and probably Okada versus Danielson too. Like, oh yeah, with a, with an actual Kingdom. fighting fit. Yeah, with a fighting fit, Danielson. But I'm also of the thing like you can't overflow your biggest show of the year with outside talent. Like, the guys on the roster need to be. The first, first and foremost. Right. Um, who do you think will be 100 IWGP Tag Champion? Already asked that. Uh, Use Farmed as always sending us question. Two things: 
What are our thoughts on Shapata's comments from Wrestle Dream about being ready to make a t- commitment with Tony Khan? I mean, look, and this... If he, I mean, if he's not going back to New Japan, um, that's fine. I just, he's the Ring of Honor pure champion who's never on fucking Ring of Honor TV. Um, and I think he deserves better. You know, it's great... <clears throat> Sorry, I also have some I'm getting over this last cold I was had last time I was on here. Um, like him and Eddie Kingston's great, right? That was great at Wrestle Dream, but like, what are we doing with Shibata now? I I think the thing is, I, I when he done this comment backstage, like people know I love Shibata. I got a few people sending it to me, like, oh, what do you think and stuff. He's not been a New Japan guy for basically a year now. <laughs> He's been a Ring of Honor slash AEW guy for the better part of a year. So ever since he won this pure title, if not longer, challenging Orange Cassidy on Rampage. Yeah. He's New Japan clearly can't use him, aren't willing to use him because of, you know, understandable reasons that we've discussed here before. Um, so quite frankly, if he signs with AEW or Ring of Honor or whatever it might be, it doesn't really make any difference at this point. He is, for all intents and purposes, he's signed. And if this man, if Tony Khan, like for all his faults, I don't really give a shit about his thoughts, to be fair, because I don't watch the product. But I'm always going to love the man because he gave my favorite wrestler a chance to be a wrestler again. Like, uh, Shibata was going to do it regardless. Like, if Shibata, if it wasn't Tony Khan, it would have been someone else. Shibata, like, you know, Shibata was going to wrestle because Shibata wanted to wrestle. Um, but yeah, if he wants to, if, if, if Shibata signing means we get more Shibata, or he actually starts appearing on Ring of Honor like Matt wants, or we get him challenging for bigger titles on AEW and being a main part of the roster. I'm, I'm whatever gives me anything that gives me more Sparta, I'm a fan of. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and it's gonna make you angry, and I apologize. He's just another fucking dude in, in AEW. Yeah, hundred percent. That's it. Like it's it's yeah. a shame because he's such a he's such a presence and a legend, and and you could do so much with him. But like he's just a dude there, man. He's lost in the shuffle, like. The first couple times they brought him out, it was great because we hadn't seen Shibata wrestle in years, you know, and here he's going with Arch Cassidy and he's wrestling for the pure title. Like, it's great. But now, like, I don't know, I mean, man. Ca- like, he's just... Case in point, massive Shibata mark, yeah. I've been meaning to go back and watch his match with Nick Wayne. How many How many weeks ago did that take place now? Like oh. a month ago? Yeah. I've still not gone back and watched it because, you know, a Shibata match isn't so special anymore. It's not such an event. It's not such an occasion. Uh, and I don't think Tony Khan's at fault for diluting that. He's using his roster. He's using one of the best people he's got on his roster. Uh, he's making him be a fighting champion. Um, but yeah, like the, to be fair, my life is busier than it's probably ever been in my like ever. Um, but yeah, that's a match I haven't gone back to watch. Whereas usually there's a Shibata match. I'm, I'm going to cut out the time to watch it. Yeah, it's uh, he's just another dude, man. He's just another guy in AEW. One final question from Gwynfro. What am I going to do about the imposter champion, El Fantasmo, escaping England with my strong openweight tag team championship? Matt, do you have any suggestions about what I should do here? I got your back, bro. Whatever you need. What do you want to yeah. do? Yeah, he's going to be at Vegas. Should we rock up? Uh, when is it? A couple weeks? We could Call do it. Day. We could be Call surprised. Now? They're taking on Monster Source. If they retain, we could come out and be next challengers. I, I know Lance Archer pretty well. I mean, maybe we could set it up. What's our tag team name? Are we just going with Bread Club? 
we could go Bread Club. We could go uh, what it the 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 uh, fucking I don't know the cross cross continental connection. What do you want to call us? I don't know. New Japan the CCC Marks. Triple C Triple C Triple Suck C. It. Suck it, Triple B. How do you like them apples? Cross cross continental connection. I like it. Triple C. I don't know. Call some fucking noob noob wrestlers. <laughs> we're about to get our ass kicked by professionals that's it but we um that's it from the twitter questions though anyway but wait a, a, a little bit more stuff to catch uh to rattle through a bit before we wrap up um fire spirit unleashed taking place september uh, saturday october 28th um i this match card isn't in order yet um there's presumably still stuff to be announced uh yu umura sonata taking on hiromi takashi tetsuya naito that's a banger that's just you know, as soon as you get back now, just sticking him in matches just instantly makes him so much cooler. Um, Piccolo El Fantasmo defending the strong overweight tag team championships against Monster Source, Alex Zane and Lance Archer. Surely we get they they're going to get a defense. You would assume, right, Matt? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is an interesting one. A number one contendership four way for the strong overweight championship: Kojima versus Rossa versus Jeff Cobb versus Alex Coglib. Winner will challenge the winner of this match. Will challenge the winner of Eddie Kingston versus Sonare. Is that your pick? Are you going with Kojima? Oh man, no! I would love to see Jeff Cobb Eddie Kingston tangle. I want to see Alex get it, man. I'd I want to. I want to see Alex get him a big singles match. Like let him fucking defeat Eddie too. Whilst we're at. Um, I um, Fred Rosser does nothing for me, man. After Juice Robinson beat the dog shit out of him. Uh, yeah earlier this year like he debuted on ring of honor uh whatever like he's just another dude to me there's nothing special about fred roster i'm sorry yeah he's the guy i just realized that had so i was live tweeting ring of honor tv last week and i realized fred roster blocked us and i think it's because i was rooting so much for juice robinson to beat the (laughs) shit out of him (laughs) i don't know how long ago this happened but evil has me blocked on twitter Oh, how did you manage that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how. I, I don't feel like I've ever tweeted him or something. I feel like it's a vendetta. Like, this one's purely out of spite. Oh, man, I need to get that. I need, like... I've never guy. gotten that block. I I've no, I don't feel like I ever tweeted him. I, I've We've been blocked by a few guys. Like, Shawn Michaels blocked us because one, one year we did, during the Donald Trump presidential election, we decided we were going to do vote a wrestler for president so each of us brought a wrestling person to the show to try and make our case for them to be president and i think mine was Shawn michaels and we were fucking just tweeting like who should be the wrestling president and it's matt hardy ended up winning and then like a month later i saw him at an indie show and i had my shining wizard shirt on he's like you guys voted me wrestling president right and i was like <laughs> fucking a we did man but yeah, Shawn Michaels blocked us for that, and I don't know. I'm guessing Fred Rosser blocked us because I hate tweeted at him when he was feuding with Juice Robinson. So he he lost the feud with Juice Robinson, and he's never going to get to listen to the Wizards. That's a double loss. It's unfortunate. He seems like such a nice guy. He just he does, does nothing for me. Yeah, no, he's fallen since since that feud. He's fucking fallen drastically. Um, yeah. Tom Lawler versus Gabe Kidd. That's a pretty fucking cool match. Tom Lawler is a Tom guy. Tom Lawler back. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a guy that's not getting enough love from New Japan. New Japan don't realize how special that man is. Um, this is a really cool one. Julia defending the strong women's championship 
against Haiyan. Um, Haiyan, perhaps a name that not many people will recognize or know. Uh, I've seen her on the UK scene for many years. She was at Rev Pro's Copper Box show. Um, she was in the freeway match with Alex Windsor and Mickey James. Um, I think she, I'm pretty sure she's competed on Ring of, in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think she's maybe she's... done Dark, AW Dark or something. She does, uh, she does a lot of stuff in Texas too. Right? Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a very, she's one of the bigger independent women wrestlers. <laughs> um, she's, she faced Miu Master in Texas, in DPW, I want to say maybe. Um, but look, this this is a huge moment for Haiyan. Uh, I'm really excited for her to get this. You know, after watching her for years in the UK, she is one of the better wrestlers that comes over here as well. I'm always excited to see her when she's doing a, a UK tour because she tends to come over and don't do a month or two. Um, she's fantastic. This is such a great opportunity for her to get into the ring with Julia, who's arguably perhaps the most popular women's wrestler outside of the mainstream, outside of the AWs and WWEs. Um, it, and you know, she got a really cool video package where she challenged, she put together a thing. Um, I, I'm excited for this one. I expect Julia to retain, but I'm just, I'm really excited and happy that Hyan is getting this big moment. Yeah, so am I. I actually just went to Hyan's Twitter page and she has retweeted the Will Ospreay entrance from this weekend. So now I'm gonna watch the possible interaction. Is there, did they oh, catch you it? see, yeah, 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 share your screen if you can. Let's see it. Let's put oh, it up. It's, it's on this, it's on the other laptop. Oh, no. Oh yeah, he fucking pointed at you. Ah, you motherfucker! Look at you. You saw you. I'm fucking hell, man. I've never, I've never heard myself speak. Oh my god. I can. I think I can share stuff. Let me try share. Brilliant. Something. I could share it from this laptop, but I'd have to find let it me, and open it. Let me see if this works. If oh, so, god. this is a game changer. Well, I, I can share stupid shit. Oh yeah, it's very easy. Yeah, you can. Do I add it or do you add it? Do I have to add it? Drops the belt on me. Here we go. I'm going to add it. And then he takes the belt back. Oh, it played. I, I added it too late. I'm sorry. Did it work? Yeah. Did you yeah. see it? Oh, I was playing it on my screen. Did you share it on your screen? Oh, I could share it on the feed. I I like had it up on both our screens. I feel I thought. Oh, I didn't see it. No. What if I like let, do this again? Let me see. This is what I was doing. Could you see that? I see it down here, and then I hit add to stage. Oh, okay. So I might not have been up. Okay. Let me let's play that again, just in yeah, case yeah, it didn't play work. It again. Yeah. This is fun. Let me take here we go. There you go. El Pentasma just drops it on my shoulder. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. And then he's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> there, yeah, that, that oh, was yeah. one of the interactions. Um, and we can do that because it wasn't TV Asahi. It was on Rev Pro On Demand. So fuck you, TV Asahi. Yeah, fuck you, TV Asahi. Um, are they going to come after me now? They've already got your picture, Matt. I already gave it to them. Bring it okay. on, bitches. Let's go. I got the I Yakuza over here. I don't care. I keep trying to tell them that I'm you and you're me, so they'll go after you instead, but I don't think they're taking the bait. Oh, yeah. All right, we can do that. We can work something out there. I can create a fake Kieran account. I got you. We'll figure it out. Uh, Eddie Kingston defending the strong openweight championship against Hanare. This is a match that's been building since uh, G1 Climax. Uh, this has been going on for a while now. By the time this match actually happens, it's going to be a two-month build, almost. Um, 
so yeah, let's fucking let's go. It's a, it's a big moment and a big match for Hanare against you know perhaps the most pop one of the most popular men in professional wrestling today. Yeah, I love it. I'm actually excited that Stephanie Vac Va- 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 How do you say her last name? Cool. She's on the show because she fucking tore it down against Mercedes. Oh, yeah. She's tremendous. It's actually being so. Mayu Watani has announced for Lone Star, which is going to be a New Japan show in um, November, Texas. Right? Yeah, 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 in November. Apparently, Meltzer is reporting it's going to be Mayu versus Stephanie Vakur. Oh, Uncle Dave that, in the house. This is your girl with the tail, right? Yep, that's outraged for the IWGP Women's Tag Team Champion. Uh, IWGP Women's Championship, sorry. November um, 10th. And then Atlantis 40th anniversary match in the USA. Atlantis Jr., Mystico, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Atlantis taking on Adrian Quest, Tiger Mask, Sabanaro Jr., and Rocky Romero. Seemingly more to be announced because they've not put up the official card order yet. Um, but that's looking like a pretty fucking stacked show. New Japan have gone a bit above and beyond with that show when you've got Julia on there, Eddie Kingston, big singles match. You've got that cool four way, the tag titles online, Yuya, Sonata, Hiromu, Naito all going over. Um, it's a pretty fucking good show. Well, look, this was the, we talked, you know, when we talked about the open strongway tag titles, like this was the idea and they haven't run a show since the 4th of July in Japan. Like this was mm-hmm. the idea of what new Japan strong was supposed to be, or at least that's what they sold it to us as. So, you know, it's, I think it, I know the summer is a little harder for them to run shows, but now, now we'll get back to it, I guess. There's three matches now. It's a power struggle. We will preview the show closer to the time, but they are Yu Umura versus Sonata. Uh, Yu Umura and Sonata, sorry, versus Yotsuji, Tetsuya Naito. Uh, the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Championships being defended against TMDK and Hiromu defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Ishimori and the Super Junior Tag League Final will also take place at Power Struggle. I think we can worry about that one when we're, when we're close to November 4th. We'll preview that on our next show, probably, Matt. Yeah, Uncle Dave has Moxley Okan announced too. Oh yeah, I mean it's not officially announced by New Japan, but yes, Moxie Khan, you're right, from Royal Quest and uh Shota Umino versus Will Ospreay will be official yeah. too. Oh, one thing we should mention as well, Matt, is Oh um, do it. Let's do it, buddy. Talk to me. Backstage at Royal Quest when Will Ospreay's given his backstage comments, he was attacked by Gabe Kidd. So what Gabe Kidd fuck? Gabe Kidd is also coming for Will Ospreay, whether he's coming for the title as well or not, I don't know. But we're getting Will Ospreay versus Gabe Kidd in some capacity, whether it takes place in a New Japan ring or not. Spoiler alert, it's not taking place in New Japan. Oh, it's going to be taking place in WWE, NXT. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, you but heard yeah. it here first, folks. Will Ospreay, Gabe Kidd for the IWGP UK Championship in NXT with Cyclops Shawn Michaels as the uh, booker. Tony Khan also booking the match and and uh, Impact will be calling the match. Everybody's involved. And everyone who has the Wizards blocked will be in attendance as the live oh, crowd. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be Fred Rosser, the Pope, and Shawn Michaels. The Pope? Uh, I think he unblocked us. I don't know why he blocked us. Wait, wait, wait. The Pope? Not like the, not the Pope. The Pope. Okay, right. Elijah, <laughs> Elijah Burke, the Pope. How do you... Oh, okay. Right, that makes DA, so much more duh, sense. Pope. That makes so much more sense again. Not, by the Pope. Does the Pope have a Twitter I'm, I'm very curious now. Does the Pope have a Twitter account? And if uh, so, what do like... you have to do to get blocked by the Pope? Oh, I... Should we t- should we test? No, Let's play a game. Who can get blocked by the Pope first? The Pope Twitter. Oh, he does. Pope Francis has his own Twitter. <laughs> How many followers does he have? Uh, let's see. I'll tell you right now. Nelly, come on. I'm looking up. No, don't step on it. 18.6 million followers. 
Oh, Jesus, man. He's a popular dude. Who'd have thought? I didn't think religion was such a big deal. He only follows 63 people, though. Damn, man. Popular fucking cool motherfucker. Is one of them Jesus? Uh, No, it's a lot of... Dude, what a fucking sociopath. It's all the fucking... It's all Pope shit. Pope (laughs) videos from different countries. Pope, Rome. He's just walking. He's just looking at videos himself like, oh, man, look how fucking cool I look in this day. What a fucking sociopath. The Vatican Library. What the fuck does the Vatican Library have to tweet about? <laughs> um, that's Power Struggle. That's Super Junior Tag League. Uh, look, we should, because timing-wise it didn't work out, Wrestle Dream took place a long time ago now, but we've got oh, to touch yeah. on it before we wrap up. Before we wrap up, let's get our plugs in. Before we get to Wrestle Dream, and before we talk about Adam Copeland in New Japan, Matt, you were saying that you have a special episode of Wizards of Tonight. you got Lance Anoa'i on the episode. Yeah, Lance. So by the time this shows up on Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, our episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast would have dropped with Lance Anawai. Lance, we've known for a very long time. He was actually, a uh, funny story, way long ago when we were vending wrestlers. Vending? He, oh, yes. okay. Sorry. So yeah. we would pay, like they'd bring a wrestler in for a show. We would pay that wrestler, and then we would sell. We'd be at the autograph table. Like It'd be like the Shining Wizards present John Morrison. And mm-hmm. everything we sold, uh, all the eight by tens and shit that we sold, we would recoup, try and recoup our money. Um, but Lance was the guy who we would send the pictures to, and he would get the eight by tens made for us. All right. And this is like ten years ago, like when he was just kind of getting into the business. But now, fresh off of his uh, trip to uh, Pro Wrestling Noah and the mm-hmm. uh, the N one uh, and former MLW Tag Champion, he's going to join us. Uh, so that episode will be up by the time this drops. So at Wizards Podcast on all forms of social media, uh, and just throw Shining Wizards Podcast into your search engine or your favorite. You know, wherever Spotify or Stitcher, one of them no longer exists. Stitcher something doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. Wherever you get your podcast thrown, Shining Wizards podcasts. It's a it's a picture very similar to the Bread Club logo, but there's four of us, um, and uh, you can listen to the latest and greatest. We had Colby Carino last week, son of Steve Carino. Oh wow! And uh, we mentioned it at the top of the show as well. If you watched Royal Quest three and you're like, who was this Robbie Sky in the opening match against Taiji Shimori? Wizards have one of perhaps the only American outlet to do an interview with Robbie X. So, you know, it took place a few months ago, but go back to that and you can get an insight into Robbie X and into the UK independent scene um, ahead of Robbie X. You know, perhaps this is his big break getting into, into New Japan and Japan. Yeah, that'd be great. And Colby Carino tells a great pants shitting story. So always, always the most important part of any Wizards podcast it's episode. Not, it's not, but it was it, the interview was great. When are Fightful going to start? commenting and quoting and citating the shit stories the shitting not shit stories but the stories where someone shits their pants when are they going to start putting out on fightful.com they leave money on the table i don't know big money on the table and you can check out all my goodness at wrestle in wrestle i double n uh we had an interview got recently with jake lee the noah ghc heavyweight champion as one of my cats decides now is the perfect time to use the litter tray apologies if you can hear that um but yeah, no, interview up with the Noah GHC heavyweight champion, Jake Lee. Uh, we also had another interview. Got, oh yeah, of course, my interview with Jeff Cobb um, is up now as well. That might have not been up by the last time we recorded. Uh, Patreon.com slash WrestleIn to get access to cool and early shit. And you can follow me on Twitter at KieranRH93. Um, it it, 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 I'm sure if you followed me over the weekend, you were either 
like this dude's having a lot of fun or fuck this dude i'm so jealous I, or a little bit way. of both i was in the column a, a column both. A. i was yeah i was column a column b I was uh, happy for him but fuck him <laughs> yeah i i get that vibe 100 percent um wrestle dream look it took place october 1st we're recording this on october 16th now uh i'd be lying I, a i didn't watch the whole show and oh. b i'd be lying if i can remember half the show right. um what, what what do we want to talk about matt well ozzy opened a snake bitten because mark davis broke his wrist they made the right decision signing with aw you gotta say I mean, like, Kyle Fletcher's going to wrestle fucking Kenny Omega this Wednesday night, and he had a fucking banger. Imagine if they Brian were like, we'll, we'll suffer with no contract for New Japan for a little bit because this is where we want to be. And then Mark got injured again. Like, they, they hindsight and everything, but they've, they've made the right decision. I mean, I guess he's under contract, though, so I guess he doesn't have to worry about his medical. Exactly. Exactly. He wouldn't have got that with New Japan. And now we're getting, so if you've been listening to the Bread Club for, for, the last year and change we had a talk about kyle fletcher during the new japan cup where maybe possibly they saw him as a singles and if you've been watching aew like kyle fletcher had a fucking banger with brian danielson on collision last isn't week. he just taking on like every big name like he's gone having this incredible like he's losing kyle but he's taking on all these big names yeah. in singles matches he's wrestling fucking kenny omega this week on dynamite like he's part of the don Callis family which makes sense because will is part of the don oh, Callis family yeah, like... Oh, wasn't he, like, in a trios match? He was in a tag match. It was him and Takeshita against Jericho and Omega at yes. uh, Dynamite, the Dynamite yes. after Wrestle Dream. Yeah, that's it. Like, he's being slotted into these big matches and moments. Like, in the nicest way, Mark Davis is lost. He, he's just getting left behind, Mark Davis, through all these injuries. I feel yeah. I feel kind of sorry for the guy because Carl Fletcher is just an unstoppable force. Yeah, so the so the rumor around the water cooler was Aussie Open was supposed to beat FTR, which is why the Bucks had won the number one contender match because they were going to do Aussie Open against the Bucks. What's happened there? Is it are we still getting FTR Bucks? I no, then, FTR or? lost the tag titles to Big Will and, uh, oh, and Ricky Starks two weeks ago yes. on Collision. Oh, so you know Bucks FTR again? That makes a lot of sense. Why would you do Bucks FTR again so soon after hyping up this trilogy? Yeah, so uh, that's that. So that was a bummer. Mark Davis breaking his wrist. Um, I mean, what else? I mean, Omega, uh, Omega Jericho, Kota Ibushi, like Kota Ibushi I, I, signed with AEW. Now, yeah, like, I stuck apparently. this match on, and then I was like, as it was on, I was just like, this is just a PWG match. Like, let, let, let's just all go crazy. Let's have fun. I was like, <laughs> I don't need to watch this. I'm sure it, it was fun and it was great, but I don't think it's gonna it's gonna stick in my mind. It's not gonna have an emotional impact yeah uh danielson and zach obviously like it 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 delivered in so many ways do uh, you think this is zach's best match of a the year and or b his career because i the reason i'm asking to help you out here is because i don't Look, the match was in his career, probably not. Uh, I'd have to go, but I'd have to go back and watch all the Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, matches yeah. Um, of the year possible. Uh, I just think from the story, the way they told the story, the beauty with a Zack Saber Jr. Every Zack Saber Jr. match is 
every one of his moves means something. And when you put him in there with someone like Brian Danielson, who works kind of the same style, where every move that Danielson does means something, it painted this beautiful masterpiece. And then the caveat at the end is that Brian Danielson did not use a technical wrestling move to win. Mm-hmm. So, And they played that up afterwards with Zach saying, I came to you and played on your home turf. Now you need to come and play on my home turf in Japan, uh, setting up and maybe Zach and Danielson again. Um, but I loved, I loved the match, man. I really thought it was a home run. Um, you kind of knew where it was in the card that something with Edge was happening at the end of the night, Adam Copeland. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I cannot. I, so I got up the next morning, spoiler free, jumped and watched. I think I maybe jumped right to the end of the show, actually. And then because, you know, the rumors abound, like, is Adam Copeland going to show up? Uh, and then I maybe went back to Danielson Sabre Jr. I can't remember what order I done it. But basically, look, before I discovered the wide wrestling world outside of WWE, Edge was my favorite wrestler. I've got this tattoo on my shoulder. I copied Edge's tattoo. I've got the same star Edge has. That was one of my first tattoos. Uh, the good thing is, if Edge turned out to be a scumbag or if I fell out of love with wrestling, it's just a scar. It's just a star. Worst case. Um so look that entrance that reaction the whole thing with christian the attacking him i'm just i'm in love with this i i I could not be happier to see adam copeland in aew um and the man was very quick to in his interviews mention new japan it's it's becoming commonplace though anytime anyone new signs of aew they do a sports illustrated interview and this isn't a knock on sports illustrated love justin pissarro absolutely incredible writer um they're, they're always very quick to say, oh, yeah, I want to wrestle in New Japan. I want to do a G1. I want to do this. Every fucking new AEW signee does it, right? It seems like it. The, the, and, big, the big, big, big ones. And then none of the fuckers ever do anything. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Adam Copeland has literally said, so this is the, the quote, <laughs> I've never wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom. I've never wrestled at Tokyo Dome. How about a match against Kazuchika Okada? That would be pretty cool. That's Adam Copeland's own words in this interview. Like, uh, I don't uh, want an Adam Copeland G1 run, Matt. But no, I am, I think, I'm, I think... I'm all for the Jericho schedule. Yes. The one-off big matches. Yes. I would, like a, Daniel, so I would, I would like a Danielson G1. The Danielson comments about New Japan at the moment as well. It seems like there's a new interview every week. Him saying he wants to do it, but doesn't think it's right to do it now on his body. And obviously his family first and being away from the family for a month i think the best we get from danielson is maybe at the moxley a show here a show there um because i i, I the, the dream is obviously a g1 but I don't, I don't want adam copeland to do a g1 no no i think adam I, copeland's better suited for that okada match right that's yeah yeah that's... i want adam copeland versus naito and adam copeland versus zach zach saber jr in japan just these, these one-off little things and it, it would be so fucking cool to see that man over there and i think it'd really be good like i don't think he's gonna put on a five-star classic but i think he might shock people with how good he can be in the ring out there because jericho wasn't exactly putting on five-star classics either but he no, just but had he's... this connection with the wrestlers and the story he could tell in the ring against these guys he made every match feel different, unique, and special. And I think Adam Copeland could do that in Japan too. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, Adam. Any look, I don't. And and we went down. You can. I've kind of been fighting this battle for years with people on Twitter and stuff. Like, 
and we talk about it every once in a while on the Shining Wizards. And we've talked about it here on the Bread Club. Like Adam Copeland, Edge is in a wrestling ring. Who gives a shit? What promote? Like I don't like MJF had to come out and say it a couple weeks ago. Like we all know each other. We all root for each other. Like it's crazy town. The better wrestling does, dude. Here in the states on Tuesday night, it was NXT versus AEW. 1.5 million people watch wrestling Tuesday night. Like, that's awesome. It who, is. Uh, who gives a shit what banner it's under? When all the big companies do well, everyone underneath does well. So just and be a fan and enjoy it. Have fun with it. Have fun like we have at the Bread Club. I think another big part of it as well is people that are deep in the wrestling wormhole. Like, look, we're talking, we've been talking for about New Japan for almost two hours here. I spent a, full, a small fortune getting front row tickets. Like, I'm deep in the wrestling wormhole. But consume other fucking content. Watch other media. Do other things. Like, Matt and I are busy in our daily lives with real jobs and, you know, families and things like that. And also, we're not going to take every spare minute we've got to watch wrestling. Matt, you know... There was a huge show on, and Matt decided to host his barbecue instead. There was no wrestling that day. It, it, it's it's always astonishing to me when people, you know, the bit what's the big thing everyone says about wrestling at the moment? That's cinema and all that stuff. And obviously, it's become a meme. Go fucking cinema and see what an actual movie is like, and what a proper story is like, and you know, all these real things that are people, professionals, that do just consume other media outside of wrestling. Please, I'm begging you. It's, it's 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 okay you don't have to as soon as as soon as we finish recording this I sh i'm jumping the sofa is right there i'm falling on it and i'm getting close to finishing sopranos that's what's happening Ooh. right after this you know that's in my neck of the woods buddy they should i know i think about it every time new jersey. new jersey baby i'm going back to new jersey that's what i always say to hazel every night i stick it on i'm like i'm going to new jersey for a few hours all right that's how that's that's i'll let love Look, I know this is a wrestling podcast. The Supreme, that's there are characters like that in New Jersey. Like it's not a, <laughs> it's a real fucking thing, buddy. There's people who, who wear the fucking track suits and they talk like that and say all sorts sorts of racial epithets. Like it's nobody's business. Yeah, that's. I'd I'd never like I knew nothing. I know no spoilers. I've got any for it all spoiler free, which is difficult for these grandiose like these shows that have made such a social impact and you know called the greatest TV show ever. I think I've got about five episodes left and I'm done ahead of oh, Spider-Man wow. 2 coming out on Friday for PlayStation 5. That's the oh, goal. Wow. This, so, look at this guy. I'm all set. That's why I ain't got time to watch fucking Nick Wayne versus Shibata because any I'm I'm working two jobs, you know, holiday, wedding, moving house, Hazel's ill, I'm ill. Wait, you're moving? Yeah, yeah. We uh, Hopefully by the beginning of December we'll hopefully be moved. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Um, and uh, you went and saw Blink 182, right? Yeah, I went to see Blink 182 Wednesday. My life is a non-stop at the moment, so it's been nice to to sit down for this couple of hours. I can't explain how nice it's been to be in one position for two hours and have no responsibility other than to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and keep an eye on your ailing fiance. Yeah, while she coughs and splutters next to me, bless her. It's okay. No, keep it all under one roof, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she's she's had a day. Sounds like it. When you sent me that message, I was very concerned for her well-being. Yeah, yours. Well, that's, that's, so that's was a, I. That's a lot. So was I. But no, she's doing okay. She's better. She's getting better. She's on the tablet. She's on the mend. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Well, we're on. What now, Kieran? Are we? We can't. 
Are we back next week? Or are we going to go back to our two-week schedule? No, no, we have to do two weeks from this point. There will be no New Japan to talk about this time next week. All right, I'm just, make, so hey, we'll be, man, I'm just making sure. The 30th we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back on the 30th. It will be a spooky Halloween Ooh. special. To make it extra special and extra like, spooky and scary, Matt's going to eat out-of-date bread. Matt's going to eat moldy bread. No, what are you, out of your fucking mind? That's, that's, that's going to be the, the, the spooky Halloween part. Do you want me to dress up like a pirate? There's probably nothing scarier than eating moldy bird. What if I dress up like uh, uh, the pirate? She's going back to the WWE, the pirate, she right? She is. Kyrie's going uh, back to I'm going to dress up like a fucking pirate next in two weeks. Dress up like Tanahashi. Oh, man. That's what wow. the people really want. Do they? We'll see. I eat bread today, so we'll see if that's what the people really wanted. And I'm not eating more bread in two weeks. You can't kill the gimmick, okay? It's Halloween. Eat bread every week. Got to eat candy. Week. You don't give out bread at Halloween. Well, I bet you Kojima gives out bread. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine knocking at Kojima's door, <laughs> just handing out loaves of bread, just hitting kids around the head with entire loaves of bread? You think he gives a loaf or just like a roll? How can he get like buys a loaf and then gives everyone a slice? He's a He's money a... conscientious man. He'd have to buy more than one loaf, don't know. No, that's it. He, you know, if you don't get him quick enough, then you don't get the loaf. You don't do get you... the slice. Do uh, do you guys do Halloween over there? He's not as big as you guys. I've been I've been in the states for America as a kid. It's not as big a deal as you guys. Okay. Do you get trick or treaters or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always buy candy and stuff. We're always ready, but we're in a block of flats, so we don't. We last year we bought a bunch and we didn't get a single knock. We had Hazel carved out a pumpkin and everything, and we didn't get a single knock. Ah oh, man. Yeah. But we where, get... where where we're moving to is like just a normal home, a house. We'll have a front door and stuff, so it will. Oh. Ha- Hazel loves all the decorations. We'll have Halloween decorations up. We'll make sure kids know to come and knock on our door. Have you? Will you in this new uh, flat? Not a flat, new home, proper house. Home, a house. I'm moving into a house. Yep. Will you like have? Growing up in the world. Will you have your own wrestling room? <laughs> I'll have my own room that will be like video games and wrestling. It'll be like my man cave. Nice. Like, slash my prop. Slash probably my office for working from home. All right, but I'll but, but I'll have a permanent spot where I can leave my podcast out, like much like you. Nice, um, is the dream rather than having to have a crappy little handheld mic I have to put away and getting a a light on a stand. Oh, the white girl light, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh well, yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward. I'll buy. I'll I'll spend a bit of cash. I'll get a proper mic stand. I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, inspiration from you. Oh, look at that. They won't be able to tell the difference. It's just going to look like there's two mats. Never. You look. You are a handsome fella. I look like an American chode. Okay, it's okay. You look like a man that just enjoyed a healthy amount of bread. I ate a piece. I ate some bread. It was delicious. Look, I'm not going to lie. It was a bagel, and I googled before I even went. I googled to make sure a bread was bagel. <laughs> uh, a, bagel, a bagel, excuse me, a bagel was bread because I don't need any of you motherfucking naysayers. We like, a bagel isn't bread. It's bread. Google it, bitches. Use your Google. Uh, I only took probably a year and a half, but it finally happened. Yeah, I remember to get uh, every Monday. I go to the I get my wife breakfast from the bagel store and I get a coffee. I said, oh, I'm gonna get a plain bagel. And I'm just going to put it in the podcast room and then I'll eat some bread while Kieran tells his Royal Quest 3 stories. It worked out perfectly. This whole time worked out perfectly, Kieran. It's such a great time to see you. I'm glad everything is well in your company. I missed you last week. 
you know, I did watch the the new destruction. I didn't watch the main event, you know, so this has just been a blast. I know it's almost two hours long. I know it's late over there. You're going to New Jersey after this. Yep. We'll be back in two weeks. Tag League starting. Uh, the New Japan Fighting Spirit show will be in our rearview mirror. We'll be on the road to power struggle. And Bright Club will be rocking and rolling. Maybe I'll get more sound bites in two weeks. I can only hope that you can surprise me with more sound bites. Right? Sound bites are so much fun. Remember, if someone asked on Twitter today, too, where can I listen to this? Subscribe to FightfulOverbook.com um, on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We show up in Fightful Overbooked every two weeks or so. This one we had, you know, a little longer stretch, so that's why this episode's a little longer. Wet your whistle a little more. And then uh, please make sure you comment on the YouTube videos on Fightful Overbook. We love reading the comments. Uh, we love interacting with people on there. So if you like this, and you subscribe to Fightful Overbook, hit that thumbs up button on that YouTube video. Leave a comment. Let us know what you like. Let me know what you want me to dress up like for Halloween. Oh, the right? almost knocks over the water again. Jesus. All right. You got, you got like 12 days to tell me on YouTube what you want me to dress up for as Halloween. Dress up like Nelly. I can't, well, just a cat butthole? What is that? <laughs> All right. Fightfuloverbook.com. Fightful.com. Follow Kieran again at Kieran RH93 on Twitter at Wrestle in Wrestle I double N. Subscribe to the Patreon. The best content out there if you're looking to follow the the Japanese professional wrestling. They literally cover everything from New Japan to Chaco Pro, Stardom, everything in between. Great interviews, great content, and it's several times a month. You always wake up to a great uh, Patreon email with new Wrestle in content. I'm over at Wizards Podcast, at Wizards Podcast on the Twitter machine every Monday night live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You're going to follow us. You're going to like our videos. You're going to support the Wizards. You're going to listen to us ask people if they shit their pants. You're going to watch me lose my mind about Ring of Honor uh, and so much more. We got Lance Anuai uh, coming up this week. We got Cold Stone Tim Boston. He's some dude from Minnesota who's using... Oh, I know Tim. We follow each other on Twitter. All right. He's going to be on the <laughs> show in two weeks. And uh, and, and then we got a... Uh, I'll tell you off air. We got a special Halloween episode planned, Kieran. Ooh, yeah, exciting. Brother. So that's all coming up in the Wizards world and the Wrestling world and the Bread Club world and the FIFA world. We'll be back in two weeks for more Bread Club. Let me get the fucking thing. And fuck the House of Torture. If I didn't say it before, fuck them. Fuck yo. Fuck Kanamura. Fuck yo. Fuck show. Fuck evil. Fuck dick to go. Fuck dick to go twice. Put dick to go in a fucking box. Throw it on the fucking sidewalk.